Can I guess X-Ray Girl? No, yeah. it wasn't me. It's X-Ray Girl too. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> Wait. I've got an idea. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. The following program is rated TV-MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Eleven minutes late. Progress, not perfection, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's right. What a week! Oh my god! <laughs> oh, it has been like Christmas, my birthday, all wrapped into one. It's been oh, oh just one gift after another from the content gods, and and we thank them. We thank, them. thank you. Uh, welcome to the real. BBC uh, that is bagging and boarding and chatting. And uh, I have to run downstairs to get my comics to bag and board because I left them downstairs. Because <laughs> I'm so excited about our guest and what we have to talk about. Because we're going to get, we're going to, we're going to talk to our wonderful guest. We're going to introduce in just a second. And we've got some topics that we're just going to get down and dirty, including the Rings of Power uh, being what we always knew what it was a complete and utter failure. And they are saying, well, it only retained 30%, 37% of its audience. But that, to me, if we, and correct me if I'm wrong, exit a Google if I do the math wrong, uh, but that is, they lost 63% of their audience. 63%, two, uh, almost two-thirds or two-thirds of their audience uh, dipped here in correct. America. Uh, but uh, according to Amazon, a hundred million people watched the first episode. Some That's almost like that makes it weird. Uh, <laughs> like, the the Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Gonna be using that um, one a lot today. So how many people watched the boys then? Uh more. Mm, <laughs> because it beat it. Two in the stream. million people watched uh, the boys. Oh um, my well, um, 10.5 billion minutes. To, to Amazon's uh, uh, Rings of Power's 9.5 billion minutes. Still waiting for the call for my cameo in the boys, which I'll, which I'll say no, but I'm still waiting for the call. Uh, as you mm. made it. I did. You made it. I had to bypass the compressor <laughs> <laughs> to, to be on today's episode because Virgin is, is 
which is my ISP, has kind of done a little bit of a whoopsie doopsie here for the last uh, day or so. Uh, so I can access certain websites. Can't, I can't access Twitter. I can't access bloody Virgin Media. So, uh, yeah, I've had to, to do a little bit of uh, mm. Well, no, not really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it is, it is when that's where the rooms are that give you the links to stuff, so... I've had to do a little bit of jiggery pokery and back end onto some googly shit to get here tonight. Oh yeah, there's the blue beetle tra uh, trailer. I oh, already no. forgot about it. <laughs> to be honest with you, I you mean the iron spider. Hmm. I'd rather we just bet all what the box office will be for blue beetle. I, okay, five quid. We will we will put down bets on what the box office is. All right. Sweet. What's that face for us? What does that mean? It's it's uh it's my let's do a film where we we nick Iron Man, Spider Man, uh who else? There was other stuff that being Nick Shazam, um Shang Chi, believe it or not. They they're nicking a little bit of that as well. Uh it it just it looked like a CW show. And uh then the Batman is a Batman's a fascist at the end just made me want to... Oh, well, I, can't wait. I can't wait to It add... made me burn down a, a, a electrical box on the rings of power set. A certain Batman artist about that. <laughs> uh, Mahler! Hello. Hello, mm -hmm. Logman. Uh, thank you for taking a break from Resident Evil 4 to spend some time <laughs> with <laughs> I've maxed out that game. There's nothing else I can do on it. <laughs> so I need to do something else now. Like catching up on some Doctor Who. Where's the Where's the Ada Wong story? Oh, it'll, I'm sure they'll add it separate ways. Okay. Apparently, there's rumors that it's actually in the game just waiting to be unlocked. So Okay. Yeah. When good um, games come out, I lose all my friends. Yep. That's okay. That's okay. You've been invited not to new games. You don't come to them. It's some not an addiction. As I work. Uh, I know. Uh, some of our work is different. Okay, you get to play a really fun game and have a good time with your harem of, harem of women. And I get to watch... I go into a different chat room now. Away from Mandalorian. <laughs> as runs away. <laughs> I just... I leave them in a room of their own. I go into my own. QBG logged on. He just went into my room. Just went, I feel you, bro. This is, this is hey, real Barry, life. It's I like the, the movie and Women Talking. I had to watch Mando and play the game, okay? Okay, so, so you had good and bad. So that's why now I'm glad we're pushing our Doctor Who list to next week so I can, like, I already got my list together, but, like, we're going to so do I. it. I have entered a problem. I have Dude, more I can rattle one off the top of my head. <laughs> well, okay. I've done a little bit of cheating because, like, two parties, three parties. I've done that That's as well, one yeah. episode. Um, so, yeah. Have we told people that's the plan? They can get hyped for that if they want. You know, yeah, it'll be next week. But like, I got a bit of rewatching to do. I think I'm going to rewatch the entire like New Who up to the 50th anniversary after watching Mandalorian for two days. Because, and I, honestly, I was going to release my video today, and I still might. I was just thinking that like the Trump arrest is going to take all the oxygen out of the room for everything, but maybe people want a break from it or something like that. He <gasps> roast the Mandalorian for 16 minutes, so uh, <laughs> it's I ready to go. Did. The, the latest one I rewatched, by the way, is Guild in the Fireplace. And I was like, damn, that episode is better than I remembered. And oh, it's and really, she, really. Uh, and she's based. Uh, what's the actress's yeah. name again? She, she's she's good. She's cool. Like she her. got cancelled recently and then uncancelled. Yeah. Anyway, hi. Hi, <laughs> hi Mahler. Hi. Uh, glad you're here. And uh, then we have our producer. Excellent. Good. Hello. I'm excited for today. I got to chat a little bit with uh, Kelly before the show, mm -hmm. and um, 
as you guys know, I'm a normie and uh, learning a lot. And I'm, I'm excited to pick his brain and see what he thinks about all of uh, this, this world. This, uh, <laughs> a, a, a quote comes to mind. It was the best of times. It was Whoa. the worst of times. A tale of two oh. cities. <laughs> tale of two shitties. Yeah. I will have to read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, at least you've read a book, X-Ray Girl, and we, we appreciate it. <clears throat> read and do math. It, it's yeah, pretty yes. Good. Pretty yeah. Good. Cool. <laughs> I read funny books. Is that all right? Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I, same here. Same here. Speaking of funny books, uh, we have another comic book legend joining us today, ladies and gentlemen. And I got to thank, um, well, uh, Mrs. Jones and uh, Mrs. <laughs> Erotic, uh, for chatting and making this happen. So thank you, but this is the artist, uh, award-winning artist. When Eisner's used to mean something for Sandman, a classic yeah. Batman artist did Batman and Dracula Red Rain, which I absolutely mm. loved. Started on Micronauts. Yes, uh, yes, the good old Micronauts, man. Yes. That was when I was a wee little lad. Uh, I I have some Ditko art from that, by the way. What did you just call uh, me? Uh, a dick. <laughs> a dick. Uh, the legendary kelly jones ladies and gentlemen legendary. thanks for being here kelly thank you it's a pleasure i'm really happy to be here yeah and it, and he's willing to get down and dirty with us on these topics so sure <laughs> which we'll get Let's to do it. we'll get to but you know i think it's good maybe tell some of the fine folks about yourself kelly uh you know uh, how, what got you into comics? Uh, I would say, um, <clears throat> when I was a real small child, um, I love to draw anyway, but I didn't know comic books. It was the Marvel 66 cartoon show that came on and, uh, I became fascinated by it and I was very small. And then around that same time, my brother came home from school and they used to give comic books out uh or they would let you read comics if you finished your assignment early in class so at the end of the term they just gave them and came home with them and jack kirby was in those cartoons and jack kirby was in those comics so it was jack kirby that got me really wound up and then i saw uh swamp thing number two mm. and that made mm. me a fan of I mean, just from a comic book fan to a fan of the people doing it. Mm. And uh, then had the um, good fortune of having Marshall Rogers, the great Marshall Rogers, yeah. uh, see my work when I was about 16. And he was the one who planted the seed of, I think you could do this. And he was, I think, the greatest Batman artist ever. Um, and that kind of put me on the path. And then sent in some stuff and they hired me to ink micronauts over butch guys and i'm still here wow still around mm -hmm. uh and that is and is brilliant and we'll, we'll find i'll i'll dig up some some art of yours so people can get an idea yeah because you have you've got one of the most unique, unique yeah styles of art where how did that develop um because i was untrained mm. and i solved my own problems and i was a a huge fan of film. They didn't teach comic book art. I mean, I was on the West Coast. They, they, it was just nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, you did it on your own on some 
piece of paper or if you like drawing, you drew. But no one was there saying dimensions and tools and stuff like that. But I loved movies. So when I would take film courses, that's kind of the same. It's panel, frame by frame, panel by panel, sure. that kind of thing. Storytelling, lighting, the whole thing. So I came in from that and I was more consumed with the idea of something than the technical side of something. I learned mm -hmm. the technical, but the technical kind of held me up. The ideas, things spin off from a good idea. And when I finally got to show that with uh, Dead Man, yeah. um, I didn't ask, can I do this? I just figured I've got to do this. And if they fire me, so be it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because you want to go out on something you believe in. And mm -hmm. I was, I was uh, cool. successful, but I wasn't, I wasn't happy. So uh, when I did Dead Man, uh, the people at DC didn't even blink an eye. They just said, do more, go further. And here's, you know, and so it just, at that point, I began to trust myself, you know, yes. that these ideas are good and that ideas were more important. Yeah. This, 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 your, your art is so stylized and... Uh, for want of a better phrase, I hope this doesn't offend, very exaggerated. Yep. Uh, well, in, look, in a, in I a beautiful I've, way. Yeah, thank you. And I was always told that you wanted, uh, and I'm talking about the editors of that of that era, that mm -hmm. they wanted people to know who you were, good or bad. They wanted people to know who you were. And I came from a time where you didn't have to read someone's signature at the bottom of the cover to know who it was. Yes, and um, so that was just the way it was. And so when I did Dead Man, um, you know, the biggest compliment, I think, amongst, the, I mean, I, is that it went very contrary to Neil Adams' style. Yeah. And he was the one known for it. And I did try that the first page or two. I tried and I froze because you're working. You can't fill those boots. You can never do it. True. So uh, I did it my own way. It was fine. But when... I had a chance to, in a, a little tram in Atlanta, you know, in the airport, I uh, got in it, just me, and of all people, Neil Adams walked in. We were going to the same show, oh. and that's where he introduced himself, and uh, he knew who I was, which shocked me, because I never had met him, I did, you know, but yeah. he, he took the time to tell me how much he appreciated what I had done with this and with Batman because they weren't in his style and they were uh, basically what he was saying was they were great ideas. Mm. It was, it was a, uh, I had Bernie Wrightson tell me that too. It's one he said he should have thought of. And at that point, you're kind of immune. Uh, you don't think you're all that. You just think, okay, I can trust myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all. It's just true. You can fail and failure taught me to do dead man. I, I personally felt a failure up to that point. And, um, and all the things that they say you needed to do, I was doing, and it was getting me nowhere and, and very unsatisfying. So when I finally did get that chance, um, I just let go. And, and there is something very freeing about having failed so much, you know? Well, you say failed. I, well, I, I mean, I'd say developing, that, but you know. Yeah, I just mean that the stuff was all there and I was mm. making all the right people happy, but you just feel like you're not doing what you were put here on earth to do. Well, I and mean, I didn't know what that was. I just knew this wasn't do that I was not doing it. And I felt 
people should expect more from me. Well, I just remember when I first, when I saw your first uh, Batman cover, I was just like, holy shit, who is this guy? Wow. Because, because it was just, as you can, as you can see from the art that we got up for Dead Man here. Yeah. Uh, you know, you are, you're very heavy on the, on the shadows, mm -hmm. very heavy on the tone uh, and atmosphere. And because of the, the exaggerated nature, I mean, Batman's ears yep. were, were huge, absolutely yeah. completely and utterly exaggerated. His cloak was mm -hmm. colossal. Yeah. And I just saw that and I was just like, holy shit, who's, who's this stuff? Who is this guy? And then it's like, this is, and then you look and you look and you find cover by Kelly Jones. And then you hit, by then Batman versus Dracula, Red Rain's coming out. And you're just like, oh, okay. So you're getting into the horror aspect of it as well. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, I was living in a, I was so fortunate to collect comics at a time when I would just know, you just see a page, you know exactly who the artist was. Yeah. You yep. know, you just see, just know yeah. by the side, oh, there's, that's Jim Aparo. Yeah. You know, there, there's Graham Nolan, there, there's uh, Nombre Fogel, you know. Yeah. You just you just knew exactly who they were because they had their own unique styles and, and and well I was always surprised they let me in not not for any other reason but that uh, they had in those days you didn't get feedback immediately mm -hmm. there was no way it, someone had to write a letter or you got yelled at at a convention all right um, okay so so at the time they had me come in there I kind of came in the back door and it was Denny O'Neill. Mm who had brought me in. And at that time, yeah, I thought they had great artists in Graham and in Norm. The mm. writers were all great. Uh, they all had really earned those positions. Mm. And I felt really late to the game on that. So when they brought me in, it was through uh, the Elseworlds Batman stuff. Um, Denny once said a thing to me and, and it's so pertinent. And um, cause I was doing what I was doing and he just asked me these great questions. And he said, why do you do it this way? And I explained to him that uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not thinking like if I were Batman, I would think if I were being chased by Batman. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. And so I thought he doesn't really, I said, Danny doesn't, to me, doesn't appear in the day or in bright lights. He's in an alley in a dark room. And so that silhouette's got to be terrifying because you don't yes. know what he is. And his, his power was intimidation. Yeah. And I always felt that I said, you knew the Arkham people are crazy because they keep going against him. And mm -hmm. they keep, that's it. Regular people never, there's no recidivism rate when regular people deal with him. And, um, I said, for example, when they do the bat signal, that's not a call, you know, we don't hear in the, the public doesn't think, yeah, they're calling him to come help. They're thinking, oh my God, he's loose again. He's loose. Yeah. He's Run. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so it's almost a warning to the criminals. Yeah. And if he, if you see him fighting mm -hmm. the Joker or the penguin, it's a turf war. It's not a, yeah, it's not, he's stopping crime. So I say that to Denny and Denny goes, Okay, all good. That's exactly um, that's exactly what I like to hear is you're thinking about this. In, and I and then he said this thing because I said, well, Danny, there's so many different styles. This long. It, just tell me if I'm going too far because mm -hmm. I'm not aware of it. I'm just doing this for myself. Yeah, yeah. And he said, the Batman universe, Batman and soon, it's like he said, it's like baseball. The 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 lines go out forever and ever. It's it's eternal. It goes on. So you can do anything. We can have very different uh, interpretations, but don't change the physics of Batman. 
Yes. Boom. Yes. Boom. Uh, and and that's, that's why it. it worked for so long. Yep. Uh, you know, um, I talked about my time while I was a, a resident of California for a couple of years and uh, I couldn't go get my uh, weekly comics despite all my troubles. I still managed to go to, there's a, there was a shop in Encinitas called thrill books, which was great Yeah, uh, that I would go to. So like when I got out, like it was your Batman. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Times have changed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh. And, and uh, I freaking loved it. Well, I, I thank it. you. Um, I, I remember Doug Minch telling yes. me, that if I were to take this assignment, because we were doing specials and hardcovers and all that kind of stuff, and he really didn't want me to do the monthly. He thought we could do whatever. But but I had had it explained to me that you could only prove yourself as a comic book artist. That's what I wanted to be, not an illustrator, not a fine artist. I wanted to be a mm -hmm. comic book artist. And I had the great Doug Wildey, who created uh, Johnny Quest, tell me he'd liked some of my work, but then he just said, you know, you can only really get good or really prove yourself by being on a title for two or three years. Mm -hmm. And then you judge yourself by the end of each year, not the first one you do, but by the end. And you'll learn to draw because you'll have fear and terror to make a deadline do it. Yes. And, and it's very blue collar and it weans the men from the boys. And I went, yeah. okay. So when Denny called about it, uh, Normally, I would talk to Doug about these things, and I just said, yes, because I was thinking of that, that I needed to prove myself. If I flamed out, I flamed out. If I couldn't keep up with this, I okay. And it, it that was the best course in drawing ever because you have no safety nets that you have to be done by the end of the month, and you have to get on to the next. Mm -hmm. uh, are you sick? Screw it. Uh, house burned down? Screw it uh hurricane coming screw it it you have to because the retailers are counting on you to yep. be on time because of their order at i was explained all this stuff marketing one come in and say we've done all this stuff so you you were carrying a lot more on your back than just yourself your 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 inkers and your letters and color they all depended on you for their income so there's a so lot you, more you've lost this. me you've lost me kelly what yeah. industry are we talking about <laughs> I, this is very it's all gone. It's, it's that all industry gone. doesn't exist anymore, man. Yeah, I, was told, I was told you weren't in the customer service industry. Kelly. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're well, uh, well, the comic shops are our customer. Okay. Uh, the, the marketing people had personal relationships with individual store owners then. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you could call them up and get what you needed and whatever. Bobbling. But I I I went under that because I mean I didn't when you get into that position. A lot of people call that the period, the Wild West, because everything was, you saw so much stuff happening. Well, it was that because since you had to carry all that on your back, they left you alone. Just get the work done. And if, and Denny would always tell me, do not worry about what you do. I'm here to sell it. I'm here. I'll make that happen. You just turn me in good work. Yeah. There you go. And that was it. And that's why you had Chuck be different from Doug, be different from Alan. Yes, and all yeah. all be great. It's I think I think as we have seen and we see now, um, you can tell you can't tell when you're in a golden age, but you sure know when they're over. When you're out, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I I, and, I mean I'm I was you know spoiled rotten. You don't realize it, but I was spoiled rotten. I was picking up Alan Grant Batman. Yes. I was picking up Chuck Dixon Detective. 
You know, then you got Doug Mensch, who was also in there as well. Yeah. I thought he did, he did tremendous stuff. I just, all that writing was just absolutely sublime. And then you're backed up by Jim Apparel. You're backed up by Graham yeah. Nolan. You're oh, backed man, up by Norm well, Briefogel. When you're you in know. a great, when you're in a great office, uh, you would think you'd be competitive, and it isn't. When you're in a great office, you got to keep up. Mm -hmm. And so they would send me the make readies of the other guys' stuff, so I could, essentially, cover wise, that's what they used to do. And uh, they would send me the make readies, and those were just little Xeroxed copies then. And they put them in a FedEx and send it so you could see what the issues were. And they were in black and white. Yeah. So I used to tell Graham, man, I lost, I would lose an afternoon when those would come because I would just sit and marvel at it as a fan. <laughs> yes. You know, yes. yes. just as a fan. And, and I kept all this stuff. I have them in boxes now. All these, all this stuff is long gone now, uh, the way they do it. Uh, but it would motivate you boy, I've got to get, I've got to keep going. I got to be better. I got to do my thing. Mm. Um, and that's a good place to be. It's like being on a good lineup on a good team. You know, you, oh, yeah. you have got to carry your weight. And when it's your turn to perform, don't screw up. And, and I don't think guys now have that fear and that terror. And Denny could fire you if you screwed up. Mm -hmm. Editor, if, if I were to solve comics, I would give editors the power again mm -hmm. that they oh. don't have to answer to someone Amen. higher. They don't have. <laughs> uh, Denny was the guy. All Batman stuff in all media stopped at his desk. Was this yeah. okay or was this not? So when I begged to do Mister Freeze because he did not want Mister Freeze, yeah, and I begged to do him. I didn't know that, but when I begged to do it, he quite like I said, he questioned me before. He wanted to see what I was going to do. That was in the, then, the, under, the Underworld storyline? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. And um, and so I did this one shot with him, but Denny was great. It was like, okay, I'm going to let you do this. It's not the two-parter you want, it's the one-parter. And you don't mm. get to ask me anything more for a year. <laughs> I went, okay, that's fair enough. Fair I, enough. I, just, I remember the cover. I mean, Underworld Unleashed, it, it, yeah. it's sort of ingrained in me because because yeah. that, again, that Mr. Freeze was just so classic. It's just such, well, I, again... It's like you've literally just put a light right on above him and it's just like zoom you got these incredible yep. dark shadows on the face which accentuate i mm. i hated being cold so i thought he was a good villain yeah and and i wanted him to be a lot more threatening and i figured since you know you just start thinking it's the idea again it's the idea i wasn't thinking the armor and all that stuff it just uh he's in a different environment and it's got to be frightening he to us yeah, he's emotionally cold. That's yeah. one of the beautiful yep. things about uh, Victor Freeze is he's not yeah. just a physical villain that does cold. He's emotionally cold. Yeah, you know yeah. he's 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 he seems to have detached himself from that with Nora Freeze and everything that's gone on with Nora. And so you you have this person that you you just feel you can't reason with. Yeah, you just I, can't you can't you make can. a connection with them on an emotional level because there's no emotion to no, be had there. There isn't, and and. It, it is a great symbolic thing that he freezes people. Yeah. I always I always thought it was uh, funny because later on, they whatever anyone thinks of the film, they they use that kind of idea for the the film. And Sub Zero, uh, yeah, uh, yep. the uh, uh, no the God the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I oh, can't the Batman and Robin one. There you go. Mm. I Wait, they and really? that was essentially <laughs> before the filmmakers saw that issue, they were going to have Patrick Stewart be in the kind of the animated thing 
But yet, oh. once they saw that, they fired Patrick Stewart and cast <clears throat> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wow. So at that point, I felt, you know, he always owed me something. He um, does, at least for the memes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll do. Because the memes are spectacular. They are. They are. Oh, that movie got it so wrong. Hey, they Freeze, I'm Batman. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Speaking of which, though, in two days' time, on Thursday, my, my collector's 4K of Batman and Robin's arriving. Just so oh. it can, just so it can go in my 4K <laughs> Batman collector's collection because they're doing they've done weirdly enough they've released Batman Batman Returns now they're releasing Batman Forever uh, sorry Batman and Robin and then Batman Forever is coming out next month because Wait. that makes sense that totally makes sense of course it does of course it does oh, yeah I mean you, the, the, I I just uh because you would start when I was reading Batman and you were the cover artist of Batman not tech yeah. your cover artist of Batman. And I just saw these, you know, these incredible covers going into Nightfall because you're putting on these, these we've got this cracking story yeah. and it's just being hammered by these, these uh, absolutely intense covers uh, where we're seeing the villain of the, of the sort of was villain of the storyline breaking into Nightfall. And he, we've seen these incredible takes on them, your Joker, Scarecrow, all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, then we've got Victor Zaz as well. And then when I discovered that you were actually going to take over as the interior, I, I honestly, like, I was like, I was like a fat boy in a, in a, in a cake shop. I was just, I was just like, this is heaven. Cause I, I didn't know because you were so stylized and you were so uh, sort of OTT in a beautiful way. I was like, would they, would they put him in the, in the interiors? You know, I mean, and that's no disrespect to the other artists, of course, no, cause they work no. tremendous, yeah. but you know, there's been a certain style to Batman. A certain realistic style, or or, or, or you know, yep. uh, Norm Bray Fogel would make mm -hmm. Batman flow. You know, you had Jim Aparo was such a beautiful yeah. uh, classic Batman. Then you had uh, Graham Nolan, who yep. sort of had this this Dark Knight Batman, just you know, this, this stature of a man. Yeah. And it was great. And I was like, would they take it? You know, would they put Kelly in into the actual interiors? And then when they gave you the interiors, ah. Oh, because it went in through Night Quest, I think you were going yeah. through Night Quest yeah. in in the uh, interiors, and I, I was so happy that they gave you that opportunity because uh, I think that's some of the most beautiful Batman work that we've seen. Thank you. I, look again, Denny O'Neill, who thought God bless him, to himself, you know. yes, who thought to himself, you. He told me once he thought I kind of did like if you took a '40s artist, but. They grew up in the 70s and they were producing in the 90s because sure. I was very much when we would speak, I would talk about old film noir stuff. And yeah, yeah. Oh, you can tell that influence. Yeah. For sure. yeah. And I wanted my comic books decorated so that I would always do chapter breaks. Mm -hmm. And I always I would always do intro panels and exit panels because I like the eccentricity of a comic book. Mm -hmm. I want it mm -hmm. to be the only place you get this is here. And I didn't want. I didn't care if someone said, well, that's an old fashioned thing or that's old. It's eccentric. Yes. And, and what it does is it bonds you to the reader. Is there going, I can only get this here. Uh, when Doug, when Doug said, okay, if you're going to do this, you're going to, we're going to tell different kind of stories, more mm -hmm. insulated, more smaller. Mm -hmm. We don't have to save the world. Um, what we're going to do is, is one and done's or two parters. Mm -hmm. And we're not connected to anything. So people, his idea, and it was brilliant, was one will last longer than our release date. 
And people can pass these comic books around, just say, hey, give this a read. And you don't have to read all these other things. So, and Doug did that as a challenge to himself that he could come up with stuff, that his imagination would be enough. Um, for me, I think it helped me because you would do, you would do an issue guest during Swamp Thing, and then you had the Scarecrow, and then you had, and it was like, bang, 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 bang. And you and, got to do Dead Man. You got to do the Dead Man. Well, beautiful yeah. Dead Man three-parter with the uh, glow-in-the-dark covers. Yeah, I, you know, I, seriously, he wrote such a good story. And that's, Doug was into uh, uh, clandestine government activities. He was into mm -hmm. UFOs. He was into mm -hmm. all the weird mm -hmm. uh, ancient civilizations and aliens. He loved that. When I first met him, I, he had his house was a library, and I he had this one great room. That's all it was was those kind of books and that kind of ephemera. And he says, "I want to start weaving some of the things that matter to me into you know into sure. my work." And back and since he got me hooked on that stuff, I mean, I always kind of liked it. I watched In Search of as a kid and stuff. And but he's the one who'd say, "Here's some books or here's some stuff," and we would spend most our time rather than story plotting, talking this stuff, you yeah. know? And I was just picking his brain on all those things. And then he he did the worst thing is he handed me, there used to be a guy who would sell those kind of books out of Florida and he gave me his catalog. So at that point, that was the big excitement. Every month he'd send a catalog and you try to get those books. It was before the internet. So um, it, it, but it was wonderful because it gave a different, a different flavor to stuff. These odd things of Doug, were great. There would be, uh, in fact, there was a character we started putting in, uh, kind of like a little marionette guy in the background. Oh. And you would see him at various points of different stories, whether it be the villain or Batman. And what Doug wanted to do is we'd do our first three years, we'd finish on the fourth, and it would be this new villain. Yeah. And the point of the villain was he didn't just know all of Batman stuff. He knew all of the Joker stuff. He knew everybody's stuff. And mm -hmm. then you realize several of these stories we've done had been controlled to reach this point. Uh, um, yeah. And, but when they came for that fourth year, it was, uh, and that was going to be our whole thing leading up to that. Yeah. And, uh, and then I was going to say sayonara because it was, it was a, you can, you get an energy on a monthly, mm -hmm. but you have to know when to leave the stage. Sure. Wasn't uh, Doug the one who introduced Vesper Fairchild as well? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, into, into the mix. And yeah. Uh, and yeah. Doug, Doug wanted to, he, he, you know, that was Doug's more separating the, in this little world of Batman, we're going to have all these kind of things going on mm -hmm. um, because he, he uh, really felt he could take advantage of that with me since I was so what I was, he felt, okay, then we're, that's what we're going to do. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's very good that those stories, I, in my opinion, I, I mean, I didn't look at them until they reprinted them in about 10 years ago. And when I look, when you look back on old stuff, generally you wince or you say, oh, I could have it over again. I found myself actually crediting both Denny and Doug for saying, no, this is going to stand because this is what it is. Mm -hmm. This will, you'll be, you won't be embarrassed is what they always used to tell me. Uh, you won't look because you're not following a trend and you're not following anything conventional. You're just going where you want to go. And it, this seems to be all in your head, Kelly. That's what it's, it seems to be. And I went, okay. Now, I didn't have that shrewd ability to judge my own stuff. I was just trying not to be bored that day while working. 
<laughs> you know, that's the goal. It's not some big picture of, I see my career in this way and what biographers are saying, what will I say in my Playboy interview? I never thought like that. I just thought, wow, today I wasn't bored. I had a store a scene where he was in a grocery store and I made it interesting. You know, it's that kind of stuff. It's never the big picture. True. And uh, they probably saw it because they had that. Doug wrote Master Kung Fu for Christ's sake. It influenced Alan Moore. And Denny did what Denny did with mm. Batman and everything. So they knew what they, they already had that happen to him. But I didn't. So I'm just sitting there and happy to get the the page done that day and one I was happy with and I wasn't bored. Kelly, I can, and, I can say with absolute honesty, reading one of your, your comics, well, obviously you're watching your artwork in the comics, but reading one of your comics, never ever did I get the sense that you were bored while doing it. <laughs> yeah. I was just I reading, I was literally on a, a thrill ride. You, yeah. you you were reading when you were looking at Kelly Jones' uh, art. You were you were you weren't just reading a comic. You you were having an experience I, I, because it was so it was so just crazy it's in a brilliant way. You know. Well, no, I that was the point was was to make it different, not in like I'm going to be different for different sake, but not be afraid to be myself sure. there. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. a lot of people don't like doing that because they're afraid they're going to get criticized. They're afraid they're going to have something negative. But but again, I uh, I had it said to me that you want whatever the criticism is you're going to get as an artist or a writer or anything. You want it to go both ways, right? And you mm -hmm. also want it to be that the people who love you or the people who hate you, it's the same reason. Your ears are too long. I hate it. I love it. The ears are too long. Yes, yeah. Right. It's the same thing, and th and that was the trick. Was that way you knew you were making it? Yep. Because yeah. people knew who you were, mm -hmm. and I have I think more than most artists. I have more people saying I didn't like what you did, and now I love what you did. I yours became the way I saw it because it was so different. But why they say that is I was authentic and I was sincere and i wasn't gaming them i was just doing it the way i saw it and yeah. and as they go through that they realize he's telling his truth in this mm -hmm. and he's taking this seriously mm. and i'm not trying to be cool i'm just trying to do batman as best i can and not do him like you've seen him a thousand times before and that's that's really all you can do yeah, it was I mean, so they cool. still have me doing covers for Batman <laughs> for all these years. You know? That's awesome. No, it's 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 um, it was such a nightmare world. It's, it's a it's it is, and I I don't expect them to do that. But but what has happened is they still they still work. You know. Yeah. I don't know what goes on in the books. I just they just say you know when I first got hired to do the covers for Nightfall, I didn't know what was going on, and mm. the stories they were trying to put them all together, so they would just say. Uh, Batman with a lot of villains or Batman's in a sewer. We don't, I, we think this is going on because they were trying to put the books together. You have to get the covers way ahead, done way ahead for solicitation. Yeah. So a lot of these things weren't even resolved yet. So I was guessing a lot of the times early on until they got it codified. Yeah. Um, nothing is because we all planned it. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, Kelly, we need the covers you uh the other guy couldn't do it uh you just turned in some stuff you have some time in your schedule can you do one and i said sure i can i can do that uh they liked it and the and the fan response was very good they don't 
come out and lie to you. They come out and tell you, hey, the fan response was good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to do another one? And I said, okay, I can do another one. Um, and then it turned into you want to do Detective and Batman. We'll put them together maybe. It's, so it grew with the with, as it went. It wasn't mm. like we'll get this guy, this guy will do this. It wasn't. They would see something and they would like it. I think Chuck once said accurately that people started getting irritated with Azrael and they wanted Batman back. So they shortened what they were doing. But yeah. that's how quick you have to be to pivot. I think Graham was getting frustrated with that real drawing. Well, I was going to ask you, what was it like to draw <laughs> Azrael Batman? Because Graham can hate it. Uh, um, I have to say, uh, the design was very clunky in terms of how do you make him have drama in him? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I cheated one time. I just got so tired of it. Uh, they did it. They did a cover for issue five hundred six of Batman. Mm -hmm. And I remember I just said, well, I'm going to take this is one of the times I'll take advantage of making his cape wonky. And I just swirled it around him and punched <laughs> him over and made him almost a silhouette. The funny part is uh, years later, they put out great Batman covers of Batman and they used that one, not knowing it was Azrael. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is brilliant. But what you're hearing here, Mahler and everybody is uh, the creative process, the actual creative process and how it used to work. And yeah, there used to be structure and it used to be hard and and you know, they brought their lunch pails to work. They were blue collar. And that's why yeah. a lot of fans could really connect with comic book artists back then. And like, I, I could tell when I was delivering parts, that was one of my first jobs when I got out, I was delivering auto parts. I, I kind of loved the job. It was awesome. I got to listen to the radio all day, but I could not wait for new comic book day. That was yeah. like uh, every, that's what I lived for, for, mm -hmm. for so long was new comic book. Mm. Yeah, me and too. I, I get my, you know, I had a budget so I could get like uh, 10 books at a time and they'd be read by that, you know, that evening. Uh, sometimes before I got, sometimes it'd be in the parking lot at work before I left, you know, cause I'd go get them in my work truck. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, like, and, and you were part of that. That was, that was so cool. And, and what I said earlier, like opening up your version of Batman, uh, really spoke to me because I've, and I might be wrong. This is just my interpretation uh, that, that I've always interpreted Batman that I've read from Denny O'Neill all the way up, which is just one of the most solid runs of comic books ever yeah, that yeah. will never be equaled. I agree. It, is, it is a nightmare world and you have a guy fighting against the nightmare and every movie tries to ground Batman, not except for the, you know, Joel Schumacher ones, but uh, yeah. they try to ground Batman into this like realistic thing that he's not no. no he doesn't have powers he doesn't have powers but he is in a fantasy nightmare world yeah. fighting against these mm. insane people all the time and not killing them and uh it, it's it's beautiful it's this is why comic books is a perfect medium because they can't i mean marvel got close and a couple people have gotten close in adaptions in films including sin city i think that's one of the best comic book adaptations i've ever yeah. seen um but the, you you really can't you you can't because it, you within the medium you can play with different genres and Batman's mostly noir but I mean that's mm -hmm. not what he's always been yeah. uh, it it depends and you made it horror yeah. like that was the mm -hmm. cool part that was the absolute cool well part. it was one time it wasn't something ever used before so you always look for well let me try something no one's done before it, look the shadow of Neil Adams was long and dark. And mm -hmm, everything, and so at that point, um, uh, and wonderful. I love, I love Neil Adams' Batman. I worship it.
But when you come to that position, you realize you can't do that. Or you just come off like a knockoff or a second uh, washed out. So I came to it thinking, all right, Neil is number one. That's the way it's going to be. I am fine with that. I'm just going to go off and do this and do the best I can with what I, and it turned out to really work. And that's why it meant so much that he spoke to me mm. uh, and, and said what he said, because I won't go on about it because it was, it's, uh, but it was wonderful. And he, and then I realized he actually looked at the, not just to cover some, he read them. He was telling me specific parts. And you, you at that point it's you know john lennon came up to you and yeah that's mind blowing. yes yeah, yeah 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 uh and and you i just listened and said thank you and it was i've carried that ever since uh i had by the time i met him i was done with the run and i had done all those things and i was on to other stuff and um and you try not to think about that i i in fact when they did the books for dead man and batman they put them in these big ad artist edition things I had to open the boxes of the art because I hadn't opened them when they were returned uh, for 15, 20 years. I just, you know, I, I guess that you hear actors say they wince when they see themselves on screen. It's kind of that way, maybe. And also, I just didn't, I didn't want to go through that. I didn't, you know, you'll just see, you'll see things you should have done or maybe I missed an, uh, so I didn't. So I came to it so fresh when, when they came to collect the art to scan it. They were stunned. I was opening the boxes when I said, well, here they all are. And we were opening them. And uh, it. I kept thinking uh, how much you have to owe people who hire you who know what they're doing. Mm. Because what I saw beyond the art was the the the, the decisions editorial made, the uh, instruction that uh, Doug Minch made, all those mm. things I could see. And I went, I didn't know that stuff before. And I was I was completely out of my depth, and they had to have known that. So they just, but what they saw was something they hadn't seen before, and they just said, "We'll just let you keep doing it." Um, I can't tell you. I mean, how um, DC's climate then was when I first did Dead Man and turned it in. I did not tell them I was changing Dead Man from this heroic guy to this skeletal floating ghost. Mm -hmm. And I was, it was my declaration, my Martin Luther moment. I'm nailing who I am to the door and they'll execute me. That will be fine and fair. I did this. So I turn in those pages. I don't hear anything. And so I turn in the next pages, you know, these little things. I don't hear anything. <laughs> then a few days later, I get a call from the editor, the great Barbara Randall Kiesel, who says uh, what the deadline is. And finally, I can't stand it. I said, do you like this stuff or not? And I, this is my third time talking to her. And she says, well, no, this is totally different, but I love it. Keep going. Go further. This isn't my style. I'm a mainstreamy style person, but this is cool. And I don't know where you're going. And that's an editor. Yep. Yep. She, she was out of her paradigm. And I owe her my career at DC getting started because she's the one who saw something oh wait wait there was a woman in the comic yeah. book industry back oh, then Kelly, women were invented in 2015 dude i oh my my dc career is due to barbara randall kiesel uh shelly bond and karen berger karen berger they're the ones who brought me in they're the ones who nurtured they're the ones who saw it all 
Karen connected me with Neil Gaiman. Uh, she thought I would work well with him. He liked what he saw. And, mm. but it was all, uh, Alyssa Quitney, the assistant, it was all, I, yeah, I hear that. And I go, well, not for me. This is if you was... can't suck talent out of a dude. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. It, it, for it, a it, job. You have to have instincts and trust the, the actual talent. The great uh, and, marketing people. Patty Jarris ran marketing. She was a genius. She is I the come. one why a lot of stuff happened. She's the one who get posters made. She's the one who oh, said, yeah. hey, let's do this. And she was the one who had direct contact to the to the stores themselves. Um, oh, She was so innovative and, mm. and should, you know, if they do plaques to people, that would give her one. Yep. So, Kelly, uh, what, what do you pronouns? <laughs> I, I was never good with grammar oh, in no. school. I, I never passed, man. I was reading comics inside my English textbook. I'm right there with you until this pronoun stuff started. I probably didn't even know what one was, but no. uh, mm. your elephant for $5 says boring. Let's hear more about Batman's pronouns, Robin's boyfriend, and the sexual tension between Bruce and Alfred. <clears throat> so the important stuff. Uh, the objectives were different than I wouldn't know how to pitch. Now. <laughs> I would say so. I wouldn't know how to pitch. I, my pitch would be good versus evil. This is what happens. Here's the arc of this character, blah, 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 blah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to do that. Now I don't mind if like, like Denny said, it's an, it's an expansive universe, but you stay within the physics of that character. Yes. Doctor That's Who. it. Mm. So anything else, I, see, when you start doing that too, you're telling collectors not to collect anymore because you're changing the statistics. It's like when baseball changes its rules, people leave. Yeah. Because they're going, I could compare the 27 Yankees to the 72 Reds to the 2010 Yankees now. Mm -hmm. You can do that. You can't do this if you're, if you're changing this stuff. And people don't, they'll read that as like you're being awful or something. And you're going, no, this is just, this is the recipe to our continued success is we call back to our ancestors yep. and we are talking to them through our work now mm -hmm. to present it to our descendants down the road. It's we, it, you're handing off something you don't want. You, you can tell when comics go through a phase because they stick out so much. The image phase stuck out a lot. Right. Um, and it went away. But yep. man, there was a time they were telling artists at Marvel and DC draw this way because they were being seduced by that and they would see the sales. Luckily, I was uh, completely incompetent on how to do that. So I just kept doing my own thing. So now I don't look dated. I don't look out. No, of not at all. No, no. no. I could come out with those books now and they look fine because yeah. they're me. Yeah. Um, uh, Big Hero Mine with Stanley Kubrick. If he came out with his movies now, they'd be fine. You know, because it's him. So mm -hmm. you go that route. No one's saying exclude. No one's saying anything. Like, I worked with every kind of person there was. No one cared. Because it, it wasn't was all... It wasn't a topic of conversation. It wasn't no, an issue. If, if, you know what? It was boring. If you yes. did. Yeah. Um, Very much so. And, and, the, and the era of razzing each other's over. We used to razz each other constantly. And that's how you knew you were in. If yeah. people were sarcastic with you, if people were ribbing you, if they would make fun of you or whatever, all these guys I grew up worshiping gave me nicknames and would do all this. It was great. 
because I was one of the boys, one of the girls, one of the whatevers. Yeah. Um, well, if I'm not roasting as uh, by the end of the day, it's it's a lost day. I, it I is. For this stuff. It's a lost day. It is. <laughs> Poor as gets it the worst. But we all got no felt, respect around here. We all um, felt lucky to be there. Yeah. Well, one yeah. of the things you. Uh, sorry go on Mona. you go just 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 um it's been really interesting listening to how the industry functions in so many different ways one of the ones that just hit me while i was uh while we've been talking and thinking about it, it's like it seems like fan reaction was really important for the symbiosis of the work being created like it's a constant feedback you were saying that you need to be willing and ready to pivot based on mm -hmm. what people were doing how they were taking it what feedback they had mm -hmm. uh that's that's just that seems like the complete opposite today well, like almost first order, fan reactions. Yeah, it was first order of business. Again, I keep quoting Danny, but Archie Goodwin used to say it to me mm. too. It's like make the fan happy, mm. make the reader happy. What a bizarre concept! What a crazy idea! Honor, yeah. honor those before you who did it right. You are you are mad, Kelly. You are talking <laughs> crazy right now. I still work. I'm working with Matt Wagner right now on a creator own thing, and Ooh. my whole oh. goal is to make Matt Wagner happy. Uh. Not everybody else, just Matt Wagner. He's written it. It's 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 brilliant. I'm lucky to be there. Mhm. Mm and and Matt is he just he's a genius writer. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. He's lit, I always describe him as literary pulp. It's completely highbrow elite if you want and it's down and dirty like a roger corman film yeah and, and he's genius and i'm lucky to be there and it's because i was still seeking that excitement myself or that uh uh challenge mm -hmm. to, to make that put to paper um it, but matt was one of those guys who could do batman like nobody else uh, I always make fun. I had the long ears. He had these little nubs. Little nubs. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. But we both loved what each other were doing. And that's how we got to be friends was we met at a show. And I I remember the first thing I, I went up to him, I said, you are amazing. Because <laughs> I just got to tell you, I love Grendel. I love Mage. I love what you're doing with Batman. And he was giving it back to me. And we always talked about doing something together. So when it finally came to be it was because no one was utilizing matt the way they should and he just wanted mm. to write and he did you know he does for himself but i i can't tell you when i say not being bored he never gave me anything like that and and it's it's so you get that energy yeah i mean you just feed on that that's comics is you collaborate that way you feed on the energy you you have basically one audience in your editor you trust them and that's comics. It's that much. It isn't somebody from the outside. It isn't. We've done market analysis. We, we you know, uh, William Goldman's famous thing. Nobody knows anything mm -hmm. is true. Um, my run on those covers was not planned. Uh, mm. The fact when I worked with Neil, I was never intended to be there, but they liked something and it just rolled and it just became a thing. And I drew this cat issue that no other artist wanted because you had to draw all cats through it. And uh, I saw that it's like, give it to me. And I lied to him. They said, well, can you draw cats? And I said, absolutely. I'm the best cat artist you've ever seen. You'll see it. I spent the weekend 
buying cat books and drawing my own cat. <laughs> That's great. Do it. And, and then when it came in, I was like going, please, Lord, let me draw a cat well, because this is hard. <laughs> but That's man, bald. when they told me all these great artists said no, it's like, I want to go. I, I always wanted to be the guy in the bottom of the ninth inning. That was my, that was what I wanted. Give me a shot, you know? And so when they did it and it came out well, and uh, has lasted all these years, I kept thinking, that's why you do it. Mm, yep. You know, I was out of my comfort zone. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know how I was going to go about doing it. I was, uh, but man, there was that excitement. And once the idea hit me to do it, like I said, it just flowed. It was like no problem drawing it. He wrote a great script. It was a brilliant, I kept the scripts. It was just beautiful. Um, and, and it just flowed. And I was done with it before I knew it. And uh, Sandman went from a cult book to a hit book with mm. 18 because 18 they could hand around. And I always thought Neil pulled a neat trick. But you don't see Sandman in it. You don't really see him doing anything in it. You don't get anything about who is Sandman. It's like, but what you get is this is the power and influence of Sandman. Mm -hmm. And anyone could read that book. And boy, that was the first book I got that all of a sudden girls were equal number buyers as guys. Yep. Without and it was a just doubt. Because, and Neil didn't go and write specific. He just wrote through the eyes of a cat. I yep. did a cover books a million reprinted because of the TV show. They were going to reprint those books and they asked me to do a cover and they said, what do you want to do? And all I'd said is I'm going to put a lot of cats on that cover because <laughs> I think girls will buy this. I think people love cats on a book. And DC says, okay, we'll put it through the books a million people, see if they approve what you did. They came right back and they said, you should be publishing for books a million because they said, cats on the book, lots of cats sell. Cats <laughs> <are extremely popular." laughs> but I've been doing this a while. I kind of know. Yeah. You, know? you have uh, instincts. Yeah. It's just uh, have I, gratitude, which is nice to hear. It's so rare these days. It, it, it's, you're just lucky to be there, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 200 Watt Studios for $5 says, Mr. Jones, love your Batman covers. You gave the cape life. Hmm. Well, that's his, that's him, right? Yep. That's him. I didn't want Captain America with the cape. I wanted the cape with yeah. Bruce in there. Bruce is in there, you know, yes, and it's is. Bruce. It isn't Batman is a driven, psychologically damaged guy. No, it's Bruce who was so frustrated by the world that he had the means to do something about it. And that's yep. it. I think, you'll find that, I think you'll find that's fascism. Yeah. Well, uh, it, <laughs> well I always saw him as kind of like a Mr. Rochester. I'm used to saying a thing and a thing is done. And that's Bruce, right? Yeah. Um, and it's just if Rochester put on the cape and went out and did stuff. I love it when, when the, the people go, but why did it just give money to like hospitals and like police and stuff? And they're like, hi, Gotham City. Have you heard of it? Well, yeah. how well does that do in real life? <laughs> exactly. His you know, money would I go thought, into red tape and just be eaten up by politicians I, and all this. And I have never seen it. I've never seen it really help. What I've seen it do is not solve a problem because the problem is what you need to stay in the position to say there's a we got to do something about it. Bruce cuts through all the red tape mm. and he takes Doesn't care do, of the problem. Um, doesn't he do philanthropy in some stories? I thought he did. Like, he, well, he, he does do way. some. Yeah, and there's nothing That's wrong Bruce with that. Wayne, it's great. 
but, but it's yeah. not any Wayne, Wayne Foundation stuff. It, yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. It it's not why I would read a comic book though. Yeah, I mean, one of the oh, great yeah, things yeah, in Mask of the Phantasm is when when Bruce is uh, he's falling in love with Andrea Beaumont, and he he's uh, he's talking to his parents' gravestone. He's just like, you know, it's been a long time. You know, it doesn't hurt as much as it used to. I can hire more cops. You know, and he's literally just kind of going over all this on his head to himself, really. But then he realizes that. And then Andrea's just like, you know, maybe maybe it's okay. You know, maybe they gave you permission. But of course, it's Batman. Yeah. So everything everything kind of but falls doesn't apart. Everyone asks, doesn't everyone, I mean, in general, you try to live up to your parents' anyway bruce is not separate from us i try to live up mm. my late father's ideals and what he taught me i mean i'm doing what i in my own silly way but i follow that in teaching my own children so everyone can relate to bruce that way he isn't separate from us in no. that sense and i always felt that's where i connected was mm. you would think god if that was taken away from you and that what would that do to you and you know, and as you get older, you would say, yeah, I mean, I have the means and my father was uh, a good man in the world, but he, you know, he didn't lose, Thomas Wayne didn't lose his father. Bruce no. lost his. Yeah. So that does change the game. And then again, Comics 101, we're here to see him, you know, kick ass. Yeah. And entertainingly yeah. so. And, and, and show you that uh uh that those things are important what he what bruce is fighting against is important he doesn't mm. equivocate it he just goes and, and stops it mm. that's fascism well i mean i always used to ask denny the question that here's our hero removing your fourth amendment rights and getting gordon to you know break all the rules so they could get someone but as denny said like what you were saying it's gotham kelly yes it's Gotham. It goes by a completely different it, set of it's rules. It's Gotham, and that's what makes it that way. And I, mm. I went, yeah, it's Gotham. A man with freeze rays stealing diamonds. We right. Go, we well, need Batman. What, what, what you notice, where you know, uh, Denny used to say, where you know Gotham is strange, isn't all this weirdos and Arkham and all that? There are no traffic jams in, our, in Gotham. You can just get wherever you want to go. <laughs> I say, no, something's wrong with that. Yeah. There's going to be California like, soon because there's going to be no see, one there. You don't see the Batmobile stuck waiting for a light change, you know? No. Although that would probably happen in a comic today. Yeah. It'd just yep. be sat in a traffic jam well, talking to Robin about his feelings. Make, we used to make fun of it then. Like uh, Doug used to say, well, I think I'm going to do an issue where Batman does his taxes. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> a whole issue of him figuring out how to do this. Um, because he would make fun of it. Uh, I yeah. used to always tell him, I always used to tell him is I didn't want to draw flipped over pages. <laughs> Give me pages where everything, there's something essential in it. Yeah. Because yeah. That's, that's what I wanted. I mean, I only get those people for however much this costs per month for 22 pages. And I don't mm. want to waste that time. That's beautiful. Yeah. God damn, man. But yeah, I mean, th this is, this is, th I mean, oh my goodness me. It's like, it is literally like talking to a, a completely different world here. Yeah. This is, this is the world of comics that I fell in love with. This is, this is what you could tell just by reading a comic. It wasn't just our office. Carlin was doing it with Superman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Archie was doing his thing. Karen Berger, everyone was doing their thing. 
and everyone was doing this kind of work. But you felt so, the love. You you felt that whether it was Alan Grant, whether it uh -huh. be Jim Aparo, whoever was doing the writing, whoever was doing the, the artwork, set, whoever was doing the editing, you could just tell by reading this content, these people were invested. They were invested yeah. and they loved this. And, mm -hmm. and, it, and that permeates through and that just makes it so compelling for you as a reader because you're yeah. reading some some unbelievable stuff. Like I, I always knew when I, when, I, when I started to go back and then you suddenly get to the, like the Jim Stalin stuff and you're just like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is just like insanely great. It and is. You see, I mean, and then now it's, it's like, oh my God. Well, there's let's no. Let's turn Robin there's... gay and let's turn this one yeah. black and let's turn this one female. And it's just like, You've well, lost. you had a you had a uh, B level era, uh, comics in in the seventies where Jim Starlin could flourish, Steve Gerber mm. could flourish, Valmer, all these great people could flourish and learn their trade before they went up, right? Sure. And the same thing was in D at DC in the nineties. You had all these books you could build up to to get to that point. They don't have that now. It's, no. It's, it, they do not have a place where you can fail quietly, but sincerely. They don't have a place where they can train you and and teach you the moves of this whole game. Well, um, they have somewhere you that you can fail. Yeah, you, It's I, called DC Comics and Marvel Comics. Well, I don't know. Now, I had to answer to Denny O'Neill, Archie Goodwin. Uh, I keep saying Karen Burke. I couldn't lie to them mm -hmm. because they knew what they were doing and they knew the moves of the industry. Mm -hmm. They knew it because they had done it. Denny O'Neill, you flat out couldn't say uh, anything that wasn't the truth about uh, whether where you were um, on your yeah. deadline or what you were doing creatively. You had that because strong... he had done it and he'd been through it. Same with yeah. Archie. Same with all these guys. I couldn't do it with anyone, and I couldn't pull the "I'm a big time guy" to Doug because Doug was ten times bigger than me and worked with all the great <laughs> yeah. people. So you couldn't you couldn't cheat. You had to be yeah. yourself. And now you got like, uh, it's like, is it Dan Buckley the, the, uh, um, at Marvel now has to, and has been, I don't know why they mentioned it recently that he is now answering to Kevin Feige. He has been answering to Kevin Feige for three years. So Kevin Feige has the final say at Marvel comics now on things. And I doubt it's on everything. They probably only bug him probably once a month or something like that. And that's that, I mean, that's indicative of the industry. It's also not bringing in enough money. Uh, well, yeah, sorry. I, I apologize. I had to do something, but, um, I usually don't like doing that, but, uh, it was necessary. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been this long, slow death that I, that started years ago, by the way. And, uh, there's a lot of reasons for it diamond um you know the corporatism and then when less money came in yeah, that's when the activists and and people started getting canceled and they were just looking for excuses to get rid of people who are more talented uh might cost a little bit more money you know mm. uh and oh uh, oh you got different politics you can't be here and then after two six 2016 they used it uh all across the board and Every entertainment well, industry. you didn't have when I was there. People didn't have a problem saying, you know, I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that was it, the 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 thing was to keep the books out there and people excited. So I never heard people uh, say uh, things like everything's okay when everything wasn't, or something was successful when it wasn't. Yeah. Conversely, mm -hmm. if you were successful, they'd come up and tell you you were successful. 
Mm-hmm. So, so there was a lot of honesty. If anything, they would be afraid to hurt your feelings. Yeah, that 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 I did see. People would be afraid to hurt someone's feelings. Um, I was always one of the good things I always had learned coming up was screw my feelings. How is it? Is it good or is it not? I'll fix yeah. it. I, it's, I'm not taking this personal. Yeah, you know. Um, and so, and it's not my identity. I don't go through the world saying I'm an artist who does comic books. I'm not. That's not me. It's some, you know. I'm trying to still make my dad happy. So at that point, that's just something I do. Mm. And, and you are a lot more free. That's if, if I did stuff with my style, that was different and I was unaware of it was because of that. I didn't think of myself. This is who I am. And my whole being is this, and I'm so insecure. I can't take a comment. Um, I would hate to think I would get to a position where I couldn't take criticism. Um, right. No way to improve. I, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with what anyone likes. I'm not personally offended if somebody says, I don't like this thing that you do, or I couldn't get through the Lord of the Rings. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that does not hurt my feelings or bring me down because my identity isn't what I like. That's not it. It's my wife and kids. And that's the important thing in my life. And then uh, I like to, uh, it's just that when you screw up Lord of the Rings, I'm going to say you screwed up Lord of the Rings. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and we're going to talk about that. <laughs> we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Last night, yesterday, I was just like, oh, my God. And then there's this other article, which is just a total takedown of Jennifer Salky. And I, and I just loved every single word of it. And it was from The Hollywood Reporter. I read it twice. I had such a good time. But first, let's get we got some uh, super chats. Uh, Kelly, your Batman looks like a creature and it's perfect. Batman should mm. work in the night and be mythical in the eyes of villains. And you do that perfectly. And that is from giant, the world ender for $10. Thank you, sir. And I agree with that. Thank you. That's um, very kind. Uh, best name I could think of for $5. Kelly's Batman 493 cover is my favorite of all time. The shadow shapes really set the tone. Every time I see it, I get the urge to draw right then inspiration. See, you create inspiration, and that was created. You were talking about that earlier, working with like really good people. You yeah. wanted to, you wanted to be a good team member, but yeah. you also, you know, you get inspired. You got, oh, that's a really good idea. I want to do yeah. something like that. You know, yes. instead of being a, a jealous little bitch, it's yeah. nice. It's just no. nice to hear. No, you just wanted you. You if if uh, Graham's on second, I want to knock him in with a base hit. That's all. Yeah, it is, yeah, you know? yeah. Graham's a good dude. By the way, congrats to Graham. Uh, and Chuck on, on uh, Joe on uh, Joe Frankenstein, uh, getting yep. a hundred over a hundred thousand. Thanks to you guys out there. Thank you. Supporting good people, creating great content. That's uh, it's a good thing. It's a it good is. thing. It is. So congrats to Graham. Uh, I remember early 2020s when attending art school, we had a multiple, uh, we had multiple pro professors come in from all over the industry to teach us different skills. Did you ever spend time at art institutes teaching as uh, Elizabeth P arts for nine 99? I went to one place that taught this and was shunned. <laughs> so I, oh, wow. I was, because I didn't No, I didn't go in there and have, when I spoke, I did well with the students, first of all. But the people there, they said, you didn't show how to do this or how to... I was talking ideas, how you how you get inspired, how to develop a style, how to present yourself differently so you'll be noticed, how when you're off the rails or on the rails, 
And it was this big thing. I never went and drew on the board. I never said, here's a technique. I didn't say, here's how I draw a human body. I said um, uh, all these kind of more philosophical things uh, and basically gave a list of movies to look at and comics to read where you could see these things implemented. And the students loved it. I still hmm. hear from some of those guys who came up and became something. Uh, but the people running that had, they never asked me back and they were kind of dismissive and, and said, well, you know, you know, but that's okay. That, that is, that's okay. why they're teachers. I was, yes. I was, you know, <laughs> I was at the time, you know, when those things happen, I just always used to say, Danny O'Neill hired me. Karen Berger hired me. Neil Gaiman wanted me. Okay. Uh, Bernie Wrightson had me finish his work. I mean, you go through this stuff. That's kind of a big deal. It, That's yeah. a big deal, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Len Wein told me it was the most fun he'd had in 25 Ooh. years doing Swamp Thing just before he passed. What a good passed. man he was. Yeah. Yeah. Love Len Wein. His mantra, his mantra, every time we would talk, he would finish by saying, and Kelly, remember, this is supposed to be fun, whether you read it or whether you make it. Bang. We're here to have fun. And those people having fun have helped create a billion dollar industry that could give a fuck about them right now. I just, I think about Len Wein. I saw him at the at Comic-Con just before he passed and uh, I, I, mean, I met his son Yeah, and it was sad. It was really sad. Uh, he I, was such a good man. He was a great ambassador for comics, a great writer, a great innovator. Uh, I used to tell him this on the phone the whole time and he would say, what else am I great at? And it's like, he <laughs> but he, but it was this enthusiasm. He was not an arrogant bone in his body. He was grateful to be there. And when we were working, uh, I was always so happy to see he was, because he didn't do emails. He said, I want to talk. So he'd call you. And I loved it when it came up because I would spend the first 10, 20, 30 minutes questioning him about his career. I would just geek on him and say, when you did Swamp Thing this, or when you invented hmm. Wolverine that, and when you did the X-Men and you hired, and when Alan Moore, when you did, I would do that to him. And he had, man, he was, he'd tell you everything. He loved doing that. The, if there's a great thing about being in the position I'm in and you get to be a professional is you get a front row seat with all these people and oh, you can wow. just sit down and they got to answer you because <laughs> they can't get away. So you okay. just, yeah, you can just talk to them. Yeah. And sure. I do that all the time. I am a fan first, man. If I get uh, angry, I if I get people. angry, it's not so much in the, it's, I'm a fan of this stuff and they're yeah. making me walk away. Yes. Yeah. This is, yeah. that's exactly the nail on the head, Kelly. Um, You know, I, my love of Batman, my love of comics, uh, and it was the love of Batman comics that took me to Superman and then Superman took me to, you know, Green Lines hit all the, you know, just took me all over the place, you know, and yeah. then into other, other, uh, companies and stuff. Well, it's, it was why comics I throw myself, that... it's why I'm throwing myself so hard into what I do anymore. It was, mm. I'm going, I'm not the old man saying, this is how we did it. I'm saying, this is how we do it. Yes. Not how we did it. It's how we do it. And, and so at that point, everything I do, I throw myself in that way going, uh, as I tried to convince people of my style in 1988, whenever, I'm trying to convince them of the value of the medium when it stays eccentric and mm -hmm. it stays individual and it doesn't censor, it doesn't pick someone, it doesn't do, it doesn't try to guess, it just lets stuff happen. 
and it either hits or it don't. And it's uh, okay if it doesn't. But right yeah. now, they're shooting themselves in the foot over trying to figure out what I'm going to like or anyone's going to like. Let mm -hmm. it flow naturally. Amazing things happen. If I, Okay, people talk about all the check boxes to do it. But I'm like this. I'm not hiring anyone if they can't do 12 issues in a year for me. Because what will happen positively is an organic energy will come from that collaborative team that by issue six, some amazing things will happen that we didn't plan on. And that's what happened to me and happened to others. So you got to do 12. I'd like you to do three years. Let's get that going. And anyone who can't keep up, we'll put you on something smaller. You're gone. That's mm -hmm. what we were told. And it worked. It worked. Alan Grant and Norm Brayfogel were a great team because they produced every month. Chuck Dixon and Graham Nolan were producing every month. So when I went in there, I knew I'm going to have to post numbers like they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that was right next to me. That was going on in Carlin's group. And that was happening with Karen's group. Everyone had those people. And that's you built an energy. And the same has to happen whether it's television, movies, or whatever. It has to be. It yep. has to. You get your crew together. It's why you always hear certain directors have the same actors, but actors, they also yeah. have the same crew. Mm. And they deal with the one producer. And they make amazing things. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's it's It works everywhere. It's tried. But when you come in there and tell someone, here's these things that have nothing to do with your creativity and do them, it stops it cold. Yep. And well, it's stopping cold yeah. <laughs> in a lot of places. Yeah. Uh, Man of War 665, the neighbor of the beast. Hey, Man of War. I didn't like Dungeons and Dragons. I didn't. Oh. Uh, we'll take a short break from my personal crusade uh, to say great job with today's show, fellas. Big thanks to Kelly for the years and great art and spending time here with us. This is what the real BBC truly is all about. Hail, my brother. Hopefully I'll see you in Vegas. Hopefully I'm going to pause that one. He's been on a crusade against Wizards of the Coast because they went woke and stupid. Uh, I saw that uh, Shad, I wasn't even going to watch Dungeons and Dragons, to be honest with you. I was going to skip it. And then Shad's all, it's really good. So I'm like, all right, I'll take Junior. Before I take Junior to see John Wick 4. John, now my kid's mad because he wanted to yeah. see John Wick 4 and he thought that was dumb. And uh, yeah, I thought it was very mid at best. I know some people liked it, but uh, it was not very good. Not very good third act at all. Uh, and I, I, you know, I, I played D and D when I was a kid. Uh, so I guess if you're really into it, maybe, but well, Gary, uh, is it because average is now so much better than crap that probably. you make yes. average wonderful? It's I the mean, contrast. Yeah. I, I have to, sometimes I told a friend of mine who, uh, left editing to be an artist and he said, how do I get back into this? And I said, compete with the time that inspired you, not the time you're in. And I said, for me, it was like 70 to 81 when I was growing up reading those comics. And I said, so I think in terms of that, so go do that. And and you wish, yeah, I had great comics that I measure myself by. I don't, if I were to do it now, I wouldn't feel pushed. Right. Mm. Right. And that was, that, that was the era I really started. Like I, I was reading and thumbing through as a, you know, but when I became nine, 10, 11, so that was 79, 80, 81, 82, this is. Uh, Burn, Cockrum, uh, Claremont, X Men, Frank Miller, Daredevil, 
Roger Stern. Like it was just, uh, oh God, it was so. John good. Byrne should be in charge of Marvel to keep canon right, tell them what's going on and how to produce. And he's yep. the guy, whether it be their films or it be their comic, whatever. Because yep. John Byrne, it, it, it he burned in him. You didn't, you, I, he's my favorite guy. I wanted to be John Byrne as a kid. Yeah, love John Byrne. Uh, and the fact that he read everything, knew everything, you could, that's the guy. I, I would just yeah. say, name your price, you're in charge. <laughs> uh, I would put uh, put him in charge today. He's an idea machine. I, I got to talk to him once, uh, and we talked for an hour yeah. about the Fantastic Four. That was yeah. it. We just talked about the Fantastic Four. We I took a signing. I took a signing. I rarely do them, and I took one to because he was going to be there, and they said, we'll sit you next to him in this comic book store and i spent four hours driving him nuts with every nerd geek question <laughs> and and fans would come up and they would not they were fascinated because i was just i had again when you get to a certain point you get to ask those questions but he was wonderful and man he knew his stuff uh best day of my life man was him going off like that hell yeah oh uh, all right we have to talk about let's just bring up kid here I'll, I'll go to discord no i got it which you one would it? you like let's get the one where it says the rings of power was only watched by a third of its audience all the way through. <laughs> that, that's uh, my favorite one but it's a piece of another larger article that is is kind of a takedown of amazon and jennifer salky's business style which i did a video on in December, by the way. We're setting a foundation of what typically happens with TV shows that are either mediocre or even successful, that the viewerships will often go up, not uh, crash down. Not <laughs> down. Not down. That's the opposite way you want to go. That's the opposite way you want to go. Uh, if you want to... Master, so, you pop a lot of articles in here. <laughs> they, they, uh, they being Amazon, uh, lied. So, uh, at, as did a video this morning, which I watched beginning to end and gave it a like, by the way. Always do. I watch them all the way through at normal speed and give Massive them a aggression. like. Uh, well, well, Kelly, when I watch so them. Like uh, you kind of overcompensate now, Gary. What was that? Nothing. Nothing. Whatever. I got a video coming out this afternoon, maybe. Maybe tomorrow. Mm. I don't might know. watch it. Might watch it. Might, might spare some time. Uh, is it's, it in I have to play Resident Evil, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Here, I'll find it. I'll find it. I might have just perforated my water bottle. Wow. Really? I got one of these because you got one, Gary. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got to find mine. It's my, yeah. my, where is mine? I don't know where mine is. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. I got uh, Giorgio Sukulos gave it to me because uh, I helped him. Uh, he did this. Uh, to prepare for ancient aliens. I didn't even know at the time I knew him. I didn't know he was preparing for it. I just yeah. thought like, there's this weird guy living at one of my friend's house on a mattress on the floor that's surrounded by books and candles. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and he, and he's, but he's like, he was like, Giorgio's a dude, right? He likes the ladies. He like yep. So he's like, you see him like on ancient aliens, but he's a dude. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was a really cool dude. So yeah. uh, I told him, you know, just, Hey, I like this guy, Eric Von Daniken. He's like, that's basically his Jedi master. That's who yes, he, he learned under. Um, and uh, yeah, so he's like, I'm putting together this thing. So uh, my friend Cat McLeod uh, shot it, and I I lit 
the interview, I still, he asked me at, uh, when I just saw him, he's like, do you still have that footage? And I'm all, I do. I actually do have the footage of, um, of, of our first interview where he's just interviewed by this, uh, this girl we hired off a of Craigslist or whatever. And it's ancient aliens before ancient aliens. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was the first, it was my very first lighting job. It was like three point lighting. And I'm like, <laughs> I, j- I just took this class like last week. Yeah. <laughs> but I did a good job on it. So, uh, and, um, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's weird. And then like a couple of years later, I'm like, oh my God, this guy's blowing up. I'm hearing him on Art Bell and the yeah. show's going, this is great, you know? Yeah. And I d- did I get jealous? No, I'm like, dude, I'm so happy for him. Yeah. Like, he was such a cool dude. Uh, so have you, you haven't found it? No, I, I'm searching terms and I cannot find oh, yeah, the article. Rings of Power lost 37% of its audience. Yeah, I've been seeing that uh, several times on Twitter, at least. It's everywhere. Here, let's go. Uh, oh, here it is. Here you go. Rings of Power viewers finished. There's uh, a Yahoo one. IndieWire. This is the one right here. So I'll share it. I will share it once I can get back to my window here. This is always fantastic, isn't it? Boom, 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 boom. Uh, there it is. All right. Only 30%, uh, 37% of U.S. Lord, uh, rings of power. I'm not going to say Lord of the Rings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-uh. Uh, viewers finished season one report. Uh, Amazon has previously called the show its top Shit. original. Oh. Top. Top original. That's not uh-huh. true. That's not true. <laughs> Having been viewed, true. it's just not true. And we've been telling you, uh, remember, audience, you're patently evil if you criticize this show. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot evil. about that. Yeah. Don't forget about that. Oh, I remember every single thing they said. In every clip, I've got files on this shit. I am ready to go anytime they come up with something like this. And here we are months later. And as you said in your uh, video, as is anybody talking about this? Does anybody care about this show? Do we got an action figure line coming out? Do we have one six scale figures coming out? Do we have uh, fucking statues, which are the easiest thing to make? Are there are there not not of not of rings of power? There's Lord of the Rings statues still coming out. Uh, There's Lord of the Rings <laughs> one in six. Hot, uh, well, one in six because it's in arts. In arts, Aragorn. In arts, Gandalf coming out. I guess people like that Lord of the Rings thing, huh? They really like that. Peter yeah, Jackson. I kind of do. Yeah. Oh, I did come across a Screen Rant article. I'll have to find it again. It's I think it's like five or ten ways Rings of Power is better than Peter Jackson's Lord. <laughs> of the Rings. I'm like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> now you're just now you're just trying to piss us off. Yeah. Uh, which they have been doing, I'll be honest with you. Uh, since its premiere last September, God, it feels like years ago, uh, The Rings of Power has been proudly branded uh, a hit by Amazon. Yeah, by <laughs> Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> Prime Video proclaimed that the fantasy series premiere day broke records for the streaming with for streaming with 25 million viewers turning in as as of March Amazon had been calling it their biggest show ever with over 100 million people watching they were they were saying that in October by yeah. the way yeah uh not not March October so that was a few episodes in 
uh, people yep, yep. tuning in worldwide. But streaming ratings are always nebulous. And a new report is calling the show's success into question. In the United States, only 37% of the viewers who started the Rings of Power actually watched all eight episodes to completion. Oopsies. The of, oopsies. The Rings of Power actually uh, uh, actually watched... Uh, so 30% of the uh, viewers started the Rings of Power actually watched all eight episodes to completion, according to a new report from The Hollywood Reporter. So it's a report from The Reporter. Uh, the gonna, number was not shared directly from Amazon. To be completely honest, I actually think that's uh, surprising. Like, if you'd asked me to guess, I think I would have gone lower than that. It's only eight episodes, though. No, I know. It's just that it's so... There's nothing to hook you into that show. Batwoman <laughs> had, a higher, high, had a higher audience retention Damn. season one of Batwoman than Rings of Power does. I think and that was 20 episodes. <laughs> People will watch a car wreck, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not like, and I think a lot of people get on it to make fun. At you had people in their house at home watching this doing MST three thousand while it was going on. Yeah, roasting. Uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just it's really boring as well, though. (laughs) Like for a lot of normies, it is. It it is incredibly boring. Uh, and and you could see that like the dive off after the first two episodes, and I'm guessing that thirty seven percent was from episode three on. <laughs> That's yes. my guess. Uh, the number was the first not... two came out together, didn't they? Yes, they did. And I drove to Waco to watch them. Oh yeah, <laughs> in like get... theaters. <laughs> in the theaters, so I could get a head start on the review. And I spent Oof. a few hours driving back, going mother. um you do a car video that's what i should have i should have it would have been very good because i was uh i was not happy um uh, having though gary having seen and spoken to the uh writers i can say without question that i am very uh uh, excited (laughs) this is in capable hand you sound like uh, mm-hmm. Nerd of the Rings. I don't oh. want to get the wrong channel. I don't want to get the wrong channel. Mm-hmm. And didn't that channel later on give a honest review when also was all saying? Here's my honest review. I I will get to do a video one day of my dishonest. Review. My dishonest review. Yes. <laughs> this is my dishonest review of Blue Beetle. This is the super duper authentic honest review this time. Okay. Uh, the number was not shared directly from Amazon. This is the best hit. And remember, this is from a Hollywood Reporter article. So this isn't IndieWire is just like writing an article on another article. And mm. it's it's a bit of a tome. It's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a big article. Uh, but it is in there. And uh, what you find out, they say sources. It's sources from Amazon. So it is people who are currently working with Amazon Studios are leaking this information. So that tells you one thing they don't like Jennifer Salky. Like there, there is, there is a group of people there who don't like her, who are spilling the beans. Uh, but reported, uh, well, Jennifer Salky just said that, uh, anyone that calls into question the success of the show <laughs> is wrong. And season two is going to be bigger. Don't worry. Salky will be there. Well, it's not going to have more <laughs> horses. Mop it up. It, it lost a horse. It read the script and 
I lost a, lost a bill. It lost a fucking part of the electrical building. And that is that is God speaking. Well, maybe it wasn't. Yeah. Co- maybe it Off wasn't the COVID crime. that. Uh, maybe it wasn't COVID that killed everyone then too. No. <laughs> you know, oh, no. I think it's boredom. Boredom <laughs> in this house. There is a no. tempest in me. No. I can be an actor now when I saw yeah. that. Yeah. That was just a booster, not a tempest. Uh, <laughs> the was not shared directly from Amazon, but reportedly came from sources within the organization oversees the completion rate because you want to have a good completion rate, right? Seriously. Uh, was significantly I love completing. <laughs> yeah, 38 seconds. 38 still complete, 38 still complete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Better, but at 45%. Less than half of all the viewers were uh, compelled to complete Amazon's Middle Earth adventure. IndieWire has reached out to uh, a representative of Amazon Studios for comment. Admittedly, it's hard to say for certain how these completion rates compare to other shows at Amazon. Otherwise, the streamers uh, that do release viewership metrics never share completion rates for their titles. So success is measured by raw amount of hours audiences watch the show, even in a if a few only tuned in for a two minutes and that's we need to okay but i'll finish this and then we need to talk about that uh that said according to the hollywood reporter story insiders at amazon said a 50 percent completion rate would be viewed as solid but not spectacular result for an original so losing half of your audience it's not solid, spectacular but not spectacular <laughs> way to put it yeah kind of that's obviously Disney's approach, telling half of your co- customers to fuck off. Uh, Remember, it's the first season. It's only eight episodes, and it's a absolutely monumental franchise, which is beloved by hundreds upon hundreds of millions worldwide. And 55% of the international audience and 63% of the domestic U.S. audience couldn't be asked to finish. This is completely opposite of every metric I was taught in the 90s when we were doing what we were doing. This is exactly opposite of how you deal with reaction. There would have been there would have been all hands on deck. How do we fix this and apologize yeah. through our work? I, I, I don't even understand going forward and saying things like this because it's double speak as they go. Well, Kelly, in all fairness to them, they did decide to say, hey, look what we've got coming in season two. And then they just showed a bunch of diverse women. And uh, that made me so excited, but not half as excited as my accountant. (laughs) Didn't didn't they say, like, don't you worry, guys, we'll have more battles in season two? There's like, going to be a battle that's going to stem two episodes. It's so big. But way to like completely misunderstand what the hell everyone's I know. asking for. It's like, I know. Oh, yes. the, the battles Battle, we've seen was... suck. <laughs> well, there wasn't even a battle in season one. There was a skirmish in a peasant village. Oh, yeah. They like were running away in the grass. <laughs> like 30 people. And then the, yeah, then the orcs like multiplied again for some reason. And uh, let's not forget more. <laughs> Mordor was created in an afternoon. Oh, and why was no. there like 90 villagers in a village that had like five huts? I, 
and yeah, why would you send a Numenorian army to go save, I don't know, Middle Earthville? <laughs> I just, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and get, there in, the get there, and there in a day, get there in a day on three oh, boats. Man. Do you think, do you think when they did this because they didn't have the rights that they thought we'll come up with something better than Tolkien? Um, <laughs> well, they thought that that was. That was guaranteed. They were like, of course we'll be better than Tolkien. He was I mean, a fucking old or, dude. What does he know? Or did it, is it worse that they never read Tolkien? They just watched Jackson's movies. Uh, which I'm not even sure they watched those. Research, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm that not, was yeah. their research was just watching Peter Jackson stuff. That's yeah, they didn't watch the extended. I know that much. They wouldn't they, have to pay. <laughs> uh, what I know is one of the guys is a fan. I don't know how much he's read, but the other guy isn't. Like the other guy doesn't read a lot. He's more of a pitch man. Uh, that's uh, Patrick McKay is the pitchman. Neither of them are good for the job. And if they're there, I don't care how many old British actors they hire. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. not going to help them. It's going to be no. the same shit. Uh, plus the two a two year gap. Like even HBO, that was part of the reason they cut uh, two episodes off of House of the Dragon to Greenlit Greenlight Three is so they can get the shows out faster because they're mm -hmm. harder to make. There's more dragons, but um, the two year break, even with a hit show is kind of a death knell like it's yeah. too long it's it just doesn't help like freaking mandalorian God, i'm sorry i'm bringing it up because it's on my brain not a little ptsd from watching it but man it it's it's the the, the finale of season two per, aired on december 18th 2020 wow that's yeah. 2020 <laughs> So I, and I, I was, I'll I admit the hype for Mando seemed to be at its height with that episode. And it took him two years to it's either that they took too long to release Mando season three or the Boba Fett and Kenobi annihilated the good faith Star Wars. TV yes, shows and yes. And let's I think there's, yeah, I think there's Pedro, truth to that. Uh, yeah. Give giving Grace Randolph credit. So yeah. uh, Pedro behind the scenes stuff was real. He, he didn't want to like uh, the helmet was becoming an issue. So now he's just a yeah. voice actor. Now he's just a voice actor, and now Katie Sackoff gets to take her helmet off, which I was laughing so <laughs> hard. I was like, he must be pissed. Yeah, somebody, <laughs> I don't know how right this is, but somebody said Katie Sackoff is now running the cult. She She's takes her helmet off, yet She's the cultists have to keep their helmets on. How no does sense. that work? Yes, makes no sense. Literally. Blacksmith lady just says, shut up, it's fine. And you know what's funny, by the way? I was doing, uh, we record each Sunday, usually the uh, the catch-up for Open Bar, and Drinker was telling me, like, he stopped watching the show after episode three. He got halfway through and gave up. And he said, like, he already knows that by the time we hit the end of the season, you know, Bo-Katan will be made way more important and blah, blah, blah than, than, than Mando. And I was like, wait, you said you stopped watching in episode three? And he said, yeah. And I was like, oh, she's already been made more important than yeah. <laughs> it's like by episode five. <laughs> she's she's going to lead both of the Mandalorian clans and combine them all. She's going to be the king of the Mandos or something. It shit. took him five episodes. Like, we, you honestly, through five episodes till the very end, you don't know what the show's about until, until Bo Katan gets made the recruiter, basically. And she walks them, in both uh, worlds. Them Filoni OCs, man. They're crawling all over the Star Wars IP right now. Oh, God. Well, we'll yeah. Watch my video. Watch anyway, watch Mahler's coverage. Uh, based on J.R.R. Tolkien's writing, no, it's not. No, no, none of it no, is it's based not. on any of it. No. Uh, they, they had the rights to append the appendices and completely fucking ignored them. Okay. How do you do that? How do you read the appendices and go, everything, everything was laid out there? 
everything you could do, you could work within that and no one could criticize or come at you legally because you got the appendices and there are the names, there are the places, there are the dates. That's how everything happened. Actually, for a guy who doesn't read, that's the best way to do it. There it is. It's all, it's all clear. Yeah, it's an outline. Uh, yeah. but apparently I missed, uh, the part where Galadriel sat like a dude and wore full body armor and, uh, yeah, just slayed her way and cut through orcs like butter. I, I missed that part. Did you miss the part where she fucking swam across the Atlantic? <laughs> I missed that part too. I seem to have missed that part too. Yeah. Did you I miss the part? Where she told the greatest army in Middle Earth how to stop Twisted Gut. I missed that part as well. I also yeah. missed the part where yeah. uh, I must have skipped over that. Yeah, uh, Ghostwriter was run by a queen regent. <laughs> so I, but, I would have been a bigger fan if I knew she was such a good swimmer. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if you had like ghostwriters or people on board who are supposed to just fix it up, like script editors, script doctors, sort of thing, I could totally imagine seeing episode one of Rings of Power being like, okay, no, <laughs> just, just we need to do this again. It's all I think, wrong. I think they had Burn ghost it. talent, that's what they had. Cause... I missed the part where Elrond had sex with a dwarf and oh, yeah, and got jealous, and yeah, it was like all kinds of sexual tension. But remember, they always, when they weren't sure, went back to the books. Back to the book. Oh, yeah, back to the book. Absolutely. And what they did is they they sat on the books and then said, what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, they used them. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Used, they used them as paperweights <laughs> <laughs> for their script written in crayon. You know? Uh, yeah. Based on J.R.R. Tolkien's writing and then no. ignored. Uh, developed for uh, television by Jar Jar Abrams disciple bad root dis, uh bad reboot disciple jd Payne and patrick mckay rings of power arrived on amazon just last fall uh with high expectations from the streamer to be a hit and received largely positive reviews from critics no God. no from critics well what, the, the same critics that when they said now it's over and we can tell the truth <laughs> yeah it's dog shit <laughs> oh i love you guardian i don't i hate you you're a fucking rag but that was the funniest thing I've seen. Shill, 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 shill. Now it's over. We're, we're going to tell I know. I know. That was so good. That was almost as good as the Charlie's Angels one, which is the best one. Yeah. Man, this wasn't made for you. Why didn't men see Charlie's Angels? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Within a week. Within like two weeks or a week of each other, those headlines. Same fucking place. I actually sent, I was, I was on, I don't know why, I was on Digital Spy. Uh, uh, one uh, one day, and they had, they had, yeah, sometimes we accidentally fall down these rabbit holes. And they literally had two like articles on the side panel contradicting each other, like 20 reasons why such and such is great. And then, like, a panel below is just like, such and such is awful, and here's why. And so, I screenshotted it at the time, um, at a digital spy on the tweet with the with the image. And they actually replied went, oh cheers, we'll 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 shift those, we'll shift those away from each other. I'm like, what? Can we shift when, them away from each other? The when you have when when you have to tell people what to think, you suck. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, that you cannot convince someone to like something they don't like. You can explain why you did it, but you own it, good or bad. You either you mm -hmm. be brave with it. Just be brave. I always commend Joel Schumacher. For apologizing for yeah. Batman and Robin. Yeah. 
and, God and bless Ramey, him. Ramey apologized for Spider-Man 3. Now he needs yeah. to apologize for Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but to Ramey's, to Ramey's credit, you know, like, uh, yeah, it, when people come back, hey, I tried, I failed. It was probably yeah. not the best way. Then Nothing wrong with that. And then people good. move on. Yep. Yep. We're good. Yeah, uh, we're fine. But, but when it's, you know, specifically you're patently evil, you're racist, you're sexist, uh, when has that ever worked? When has that I, ever worked? I, no. I'd have been fired in two seconds if I came out and did that. Yep. There's very they were, they were they were charging it up for uh, House of the Dragon, but then they were like, oh, wait, people like it? Never mind. Yeah. yeah <laughs> even even uh, I'm, for, I'm forgetting the actor's name uh, who played Corliss, but uh, he even walked back some of his stuff. He's like, oh, actually, the fans are pretty cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, now yeah. that you aren't being racist, because that's what I've been told uh, we yeah. need to play that card. Well, that's why they're um, all pretenders. Right, mm. because they're they're being fed. A lot of them are being fed this stuff by their assistants yeah. or people at HBO. And it, like we talked about it, Mahler, we had to stop watching the post show because Miguel uh, Spachnik was just a fucking idiot. Um, okay, and then compare his comments to Patty Constantine's. Yes, like Patty's yeah. talking about everything he got ready to really get himself into the character, what he tried to present through the actions, and how important it was to him. And you're like, oh my god, this is amazing. And then Miguel Spotnik's talking about some other fucking show with the, yeah. all these like completely bonkers ideas in them. I'm just like, can you shut up? You're ruining your own show. Just stop. Yeah. Uh, Patty and Matt Smith had a lot to do with that show being good because they were oh, they yeah. were given some free reign with their characters and they actually took the time to read the books and get to know the characters and, and add to them because there wasn't a lot to add. That's probably why they were given free reign because it was just a history book. I like the woman who said, I like playing women and I'm good at it. <laughs> She is. The woman is good at playing a woman. I have to agree with her. I'm to shocked. Fair. To be fair. Shocked. Yeah, she's she's oh, did you hear about the, the director of Blue Beetle yes uh today? Oh, we'll get mm, yeah, we'll get to that. How many okay. hours we got today? <laughs> we'll get to that because, because um gotta get a I'll, sleeping bag, Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, in it for so, the long run. So yeah, because um Lofty Pixels found a tweet. And listen, I don't want him canceled. I want him to keep his job. But he did say something. You know, it was back in 2018. It's like, eh. But um, he went after our boy, Ryan. So, yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk. And nobody goes after my baby boy. Mm -mm. When, did he go, when did he go after Ryan? Uh, somebody posted Ryan's, uh, Ryan correctly saying that uh, they're, they're making when, well, I think we should wait to get into it because I'll play okay. the video. I'll okay. play the video. Yeah, we have oh, video to go along with it. I don't know if Ryan retweeted it. See if you can find it, X-Ray Girl. Somebody tweeted uh, Geeks and Gamers Daily. Ryan went off, and somebody go, this guy's mad. And then the director of the damn movie's all, my job here is done. Oh, it, yeah, you know what? I'll just, I'll spoil it right now. Yes, it is, because you're fired. Because <laughs> James Gunn's not running with you, dude. So you're right. Your job is done. Uh, but while, but back to this, sorry. Oh, one um, thing I meant to mention it before, uh, Gary, but my uh, my parents went through House of the Dragon, and I was asking them just about what they thought and stuff, and said they really liked the whole season. Thought it was great, except that there was this one episode, and I was like, uh, "Oh yeah, really? Which one?" And they were like, "Well, I was confused. Hopefully, you can help explain it. Why doesn't she just kill everybody? The lady on the dragon when she broke into the thing, she could have like ended the war right there." That I said, "Oh." Well, uh, as she says in the next episode, she said it wasn't her war to fight or something. <laughs> they literally, their faces were just like, what? wouldn't kill another mother, except for And then I said mothers. that. <laughs> and their first response was, never kill another, but she killed loads of people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. 
The only way that works in the future is that's Hessons why King's Landing, if King's Landing gets pissed because of that, going, fuck, this bitch just stepped all over this. Screw the blacks. Then, okay, maybe. But oh, they yeah. won't, you know they won't do that. No, By the way, that's the name of the house chat before anyone gets fucking weird. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> before anyone thinks that was really it's racist. The black versus the it's, green. It's I the don't house. make the rules. Okay. It's the house. <laughs> it's not a name of fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> where was i uh but while the show managed to make it to number 15 wow. on the end of year Whoa. list by the way that's not a that's not overall that is original original it not overall it didn't even get to the top originals 15. jesus mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and the parameter of originals is bizarre okay but it's stuff you originally make that isn't uh license out but uh, yeah, like netflix kind of games the system too let's be real about mm-hmm. that nielsen counts minutes watched netflix dumps everything all at once so they're counting everything and yes more people are probably currently watching ncis than any of this original shit at any time the more people are watching the office more people are watching friends more people that's just a fact um and they're starting to figure that out that's why the money is starting to dry up like really fa- it like the money has already dried up. And that's why that other article came out and the from the Hollywood Reporter, which is essentially worried that Amazon's going to wake up someday and go, I'm tired of this little hobby because, quite frankly, Amazon Studios is a vanity project. It doesn't make them any money. And it's not important to their overall business. And they could close it tomorrow and they'd probably be more profitable at this yeah. point. So it's just funsies right now. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay, I'm okay with that. With that too. Too. And, and Hollywood's very worried that somebody at Amazon someday is just going to go, eh, yeah, we need to shut that down. And, it's a money uh, sink like, at this point. Never mind Marvel. Never mind. Sorry. Never mind Amazon. Dude, that could happen to DC tomorrow. And Marvel. And Marvel. So they're, they're, uh, I think the licensing out thing to other. They'll license out, but yeah. they'll, they'll shut down the actual. Yeah. And, and maybe the comics will be good again. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, okay, so it made number 15 on the original chart, but it didn't even sniff the overall charts, and it was supposed to. Uh, by the way, Stranger Things was number one overall. Yes. Uh, Cobra I mean, Kai was... Uh, I think on both. I think on both. Yeah. Uh, Stranger Things and Cobra Kai made, Cobra Kai made the overall list, um, and mm-hmm. I think because Wednesday came out later in the year, I think mm. Wednesday will still make the list this year because that Wednesday was huge, was massive for them. Uh, but no, really, Wednesday, did, Wednesday did better than Rings of. Yes, it did. A lot of all things that you saw people talking about, posts about. I was going to say, like, Stranger Things season four, like, everyone talking about it was what made me go, like, okay, maybe I'll give it a shot then. And mm-hmm. Gary, of course. <laughs> yeah. Ed, dude, Ed, Eddie, everyone was talking about Eddie. Well, the, I think I think the big one is the fact that the boys season three beat it. Yeah, and I think the boys probably lost a a, a chunk, yeah, of their audience from season yeah. two. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. It did. So you know, if that is beating, I'm beating by except one billion, like a lot. Watch. Yeah. Then Amazon have just 
lied through their teeth about what, oh, or at the very least fudge what they're classing as a mil, 100 million people watching, which when well, you are beholden to shareholders, is not good. That's the thing, though. Like, if imagine you're them, and the reality is, oh, shit, this show did terrible compared to what we wanted, and it's, it's not good. It's like, do we announce that? Like, no. <laughs> that would be terrible. Can you no. imagine? I, mean, I understand she, she can't, but, like, you didn't see them make any wholesale changes. They're, like, forging ahead. So that's that was the concern, was that Jennifer Salky just, like, uh, wants to hear what she wants to hear and won't hear any criticism and people pitching at Amazon. Amazon's like, it, they're just throwing shit at the wall to see what works. That's the whole point. So Hollywood's big, big concern is they're pumping so much money into Hollywood and they can just turn that spigot off at any moment, which they will, by the way, that I, I guarantee you that will happen. Uh, Amazon prime and Apple right now are spending tons of money because they have a ton of extra cash around. Uh, but if things get leaner, those are the first two things they're going to shut down because they don't need them. They're retail companies. Amazon's a mail order company. That's yeah. what they are. They, they, they don't make TV. Um, all right. So uh, it is also slightly muted reaction from audiences on social media. It was completely overshadowed by House of the Dragon, which yeah. attracts significantly more online conversation, according to Paradigm. Fuck Paradigm Analytics. That's bullshit. But that was obvious. Uh, the show was largely ignored by award bodies this year. I mean, completely ignored. Uh, it, it, it got nominated for like a stunt, <laughs> for stunts, for a stunt team. What did you just call me? Uh, <laughs> a, a, a slut. Um, Stud. A slut. Uh, no, uh, the show uh, was also largely ignored by award bodies this year. House of the Dragon, meanwhile, managed a Golden Globe That's win. That's because it was dog family. shit. Yep. <laughs> Uh, the revelation of the Rings of Power's completion rate comes as part of a broader story from The Hollywood Reporter about Amazon's struggle to produce a breakout uh, definitive hit for the Prime Video streamer. Sources quoted to the story shared frustration regarding perceived poor decision-making and lack of vision from studio head Jennifer Salky and head of mm. television Vernon Sanders. Yeah, Jennifer Salky, not a good person. Just not. A little backstabbing, you know what. Uh, Salky, which is why she probably runs a studio right now, because you got to be really good at that, who yeah. quoted in the story claimed that 250 million households across the entire globe receive Prime Video. Yeah, but they don't watch it. They don't give you the numbers of the people who actually watch it, which we have no idea. That is just, that's, that's your Prime, that's your Prime members, not your Prime Video, because you get it free with Prime. Uh, it's unclear how Amazon tracks Prime Video viewership as opposed to all other overall prime subscription model but the company last reported that it had 200 million subscribers in 2021 if they're not reporting it and they're being nebulous about it it's because they want to hide it yeah. they, they don't want you to know the real numbers that's why it, when things are a hit they will tell you uh netflix has no problem telling us that stranger things is a massive hit like all the time yeah but in fairness they don't have much of a problem saying when something's a failure because they just go that's not returning. Yep. Or they'll well, move you know, the goalposts. So they don't talk about it. They'll, they'll move the goalposts because Sandman was a hit, but they delayed and delayed and delayed to see if it would keep streaming. Because mm. they didn't know if they wanted to go into that expense, even though the show was ex was was successful for them. Um, and normally, they would have said yes pretty quickly. But yep. they wanted to make sure those numbers were correct. 
So where you see them actually not lying was in silence. Because yeah. it went month after month where, well, are you going to do it or not? Well, they had to make sure that these numbers and and its impact had had really been what it was. And so whenever you hear these snap things like people love it or but they uh, that's all crap. Yep. I know that they waited. And then finally, when they when they said, yes, it was it it bore out the initial findings that they saw it really did do well. And to generate that expense, you don't go in there with people leaving or not watching it all or whatever. They were watching it and they were talking about it. And all of the things that were merchandised to it, I, Sam and always sells well, good Lord did it sell during that in the books. Mm. And that it was all new audience. I'll, I'll never I'll never forget when when uh, Sin City came out. I mean, it wasn't the biggest hit in the world. Yeah, but damn, I could not keep the books in print. Like no. they, they were just gone. They were gone. And well, then these, uh, Netflix satisfied the comic book fans enough. With Sandman, they satisfied those fans. All you heard was it, it were the worst you'll hear is a missed opportunity but you didn't hear they they were wrong or something yeah there would be stuff where people get upset generally over the margins but it essentially kept its core atmosphere rings of power didn't no no <laughs> salky also claimed that the rings of power was a success in the story saying that the desire to paint the show as anything less than a success it's not reflective of any conversation I'm having internally. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Is that in her own head? <laughs> Delusional. People are telling me what I want to hear. Fucking yeah. shocker. See, that's shocker. the point where it's just like, you're just lying. Like, we know you're lying. Why are you saying yep. that? Like, it's, you don't have to go that far with a lie. You can say like, oh, things are going okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't have to say like, oh, absolutely by no metric at all inside outside it, it could be considered not a success like why would you say that <laughs> I, i'm i'm i've already got this bookmarked i am going to remember this yeah yeah in in, in uh, oh, a year and a half when the next when season two comes out uh she also said she anticipates the second season of the show currently in production to attract more buzz that's uh -huh. a huge <laughs> opportunity for us the first season required a lot of setting up um, all the goodwill you had from Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings and George J.R.R. Tolkien uh, originally is gone. It's gone. You yeah. are, it, this is going to be a fraction of what was left of the audience. And I mean a very small fraction. This will be a yeah. fart in the wind. I promise you. I, I, I don't feel even, like I, I, and I know it's anecdotal. I have never met someone who likes this show. Yeah. I've no. never met one. I, I, I will hear I didn't like something. Uh, but that was a popular thing. I've heard people even say, I didn't like uh, Jackson's Lord of the Rings. They saw it, they watched it, they went through the whole experience. There are few, but they're there. I've never heard anyone say anything about this show. Out in the world, getting coffee, going to the store, having just never, never. And yeah, I um... know that when they say buzz, it's going to attract buzz. They're not saying good, bad, or, or bad buzz. They're just saying buzz. Yeah. And I guess now that's ratings. If someone talks about it, they count that. 
Unless if you type it in and say something, us talking about it, they'll count that as a rating. Yeah, Parent Analytics does that. Yeah, Par uh, like any any interaction. That's why you don't believe them. But back to back to what they said earlier, uh, a view is now counted. Uh, it it varies, but like on iPlayer over in uh, your lovely country, uh, Mahler, um, iPlayer, yeah. <laughs> BBC iPlayer. If somebody watches Doctor Who. Do you have iPlayer in New Zealand? Yes. Sure. Okay. Um, if somebody watches Doctor Who for one minute, that's a view. They count that as a view. And I know it's different on different streaming services. So that's why this minutes watch thing is such bullshit. So if someone picked up my comic book at a store and put it back down, do I count that as a sale? Yep. That, yes. is a, that is that's how some platforms are counting <laughs> a, a view right now. If you run across their thumbnail. Well, how uh, rich would I be then? Yeah, right. That's the um, thing. The money can't lie. Like they can't. No. And then the company, the stock, the stockholders, because you can't get away with this forever. That's why I assume you said you, you're going to hold on to all these quotes because it's going to get. Look at House of the Dragon. Have we been hearing from the House of the Dragon creators? Don't worry, guys. There'll be more battles. Guys, the buzz for season two of House of the Dragon will be even better. We'll draw more people in. I, I'm sure. It's like, no, they're just making it. They're going to make it and then they're going to give it to us because they're like, yeah, we know you like it. <laughs> is Roger Cor if, is Roger Corman still alive? Because he should run Rings of Power and you would get something happening every 10 minutes, you know? He yeah. is, I think. Yeah, he yeah. still is. I would, I, or at least his philosophy of make something happen. Right. Uh, I mean, like something interesting. <laughs> yeah. It, it, well, he's, he's 96, but he's yeah. still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Anything exploitive, Mahler. Anything to keep them in the seat. Yeah, not not uh, swimming across the ocean. That I, I said before, like the the big problem uh, Efab had with the first few episodes is we were like we were like there's nothing to really fucking say. There's just it's really yeah. empty and crap. Um, but it did crank it up. By the time you got to the creation of Mordor by some hobo, I was like, okay, there's a lot we can talk about here. <laughs> just like where they've gone wrong. Um, the Grizz. If I'm gonna get your channel name wrong, I'm sorry. He does react show reactions like the the people who do the fake reactions, uh, and he just did a Rings of Power one, and it was so good. So he, he just it's a compilation of the people who overact, uh, yeah, and react to TV shows while they're watching them, and it's uh, it's pretty funny. It is pretty funny, dude. That industry, so to speak, blows my mind on YouTube. There's there's people out there who uh, their reactions they'll just sit and stare, and then play the whole episode and then the video ends and they monetize that and they go oh, like once in a while yeah, then you get the people who like every single thing like madlorian baby yoda whenever oh. baby yoda appears they go oh my god when i first saw all this i was like when do they talk about what happened it's like they don't that's not they a thing they do i was like oh go, that episode was uh, amazing okay. yeah. uh but yeah th i think it's the Grizz, sorry if I'm getting that wrong. And uh, Pop Culture Seven did a compilation of Az's tirade from last week, which was pretty funny. Did you see that, Az? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, 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 I was laughing. I was laughing my ass off on that. Uh, Smooth the DJ has gifted 15 neurotic memberships for seventy-five dollars. Hail! Um, uh, Kelly, 
How yes. much villain art inspiration did you get from Galadriel's smile on horseback? Possibly the creepiest ever, says Maxim M for five British pounds. I I I um ripped it off as it was happening. I just got yep. out my pad and I realized oh. I'm in the presence of genius. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Oh, I she had the power to turn off TVs. She so. did. <laughs> That's pretty powerful. Uh, Thorin. Harpst. Harpst? Is that like Pabst Blue Ribbon, but with an R? I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. For $100. <laughs> Greetings, Real BBC. What does it take to convince one of you fine gentlemen to watch the show Black Sails? It's not just a pirate show. It's a prequel to Treasure Island and weaves the lore with the real history of the Pirate Republic of Nassau. Uh, Gary, you would love it. I started watching it. I didn't hate it, and I just fell out of it. I I have the box set, and I started watching, and I fell out, and I didn't hate it. And I yeah. have been meaning to get back to it because I, I like yeah. uh, uh, the fellow who's the lead, Toby. I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. From um, the Bond movie. From the Bond movie. Yes. I, I really like that actor. Um, uh, I don't know. His parents were famous. I know that. So, um, but I really liked his stuff. I, I now I'm got to go back and watch those. Die another day. No, it wasn't the one. Toby with... Stevens. Toby, Toby Stevens. Stevens. Yeah. Robert Stevens' son. The great Robert Stevens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, press tiled has gifted ten neurotic memberships for fifty dollars. Hey. Johnny B. Casual for $20. Big snowstorm means I get to be here for the real BBC. Climate change is great. It really is. Thank you for the $20. Uh, that climate is always changing. Enoch Maman, oh boy, for $60. This is three parts. The first comic book my parents bought for me, therefore my first comic book ever, was Batman 497. Uh, there were four or five other cool-looking comics on the rack. That caught my eye, but when I saw Bane breaking Batman's back, it it uh, it didn't just catch my eye. I needed to have it. If it was uh, it, uh, I needed to have it. If it wasn't for your cover, I would have spent much more of my life. Uh, I wouldn't have. I would have spent much more of my life collecting Nightfall. Your cover is what led Bane to becoming my favorite comic book villain. Years later, when I had my own, I started to buy comic packs. At Toys R Us. I remember those. Yeah, I do too. Uh, it was through three packs that I discovered Contagion. Your interiors had me equally captivated and terrified by the subject matter. Years later, I discovered my favorite uh, of your all of all your work, the Batman Vampire Trilogy. Hell yeah. Uh, you've had mm. an amazing career. Thank you. It, it's, it's, it, I wish it was planned. I wish I could figure it out. But no, I was lucky. Now, well, you you got an opportunity and you made the most of it. That's it. It's lucky That's to get it. the opportunity, but you still got to make the most of it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, no Zaku boy for $50. <laughs> Who sees into the hearts of men and the undergarments of women? Peeping Tom. Tom is forced to learn what is best in life. Can Tom mm. crush the bust? see the undergarments driven before him and force the lamentations of Karen, the Boobarian. <laughs> hey! 
Showing up right for the manager. Oh my god! Oh my god! All right. So Bob Iger got roasted yesterday. Oopsies! Oh, oh that's no. a shame. Oh, yeah. Some people I don't know how up, I'm going to get through this. People brought up some stuff. I don't either. I don't either. Some people brought up some stuff. I guess. Oh, I'm uh, over it. Oh, you're over it? Yeah, Yeah, I'm completely over it. So, I mean, the gist of it all was uh, there was a a call-in for investors, which there always is, and Clownfish, and a a lot of people have covered this in the past. I usually don't because, like, I I don't give a shit. I think if you're investing in the Disney, uh, I am not not an investor. I am not a money guy. I think you're a fucking idiot. I think putting your money into that company makes you an idiot. Sorry. Uh, I would sell a stock, uh, but I can't because I don't have any stock. Uh, the only time I ever had Disney stock is when they took over Marvel and they forced me. They they bought my Marvel stock from me. Ah. Uh, but I, I, I refused because I didn't want to give up my old certificate, which I still have. I still have my Marvel stock certificate, but I don't know where that stock is. Don't really care. I got my certificate. But uh, investing in the Disney, I think... Uh, as somebody who's a complete fucking moron and doesn't have, oh, wait, I have some Tesla stock, but I forgot about that. I, I don't care. I think the stock market's gambling and dumb. I don't do it. I like, I like tangibles. I like property. I like stuff you can touch. Uh, uh, I'd say buy a, a golden age comic book or a silver age comic book. If mm-hmm. you want to invest in something. Property but, um, and comics. Property, property, property. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, so be it. Some people invest. Some people stick with it. Uh, I, I've never been a Disney fan. That's made no secret of that. Uh, I liked Disneyland when I was a kid, but I didn't like their animated movies that very much. Wasn't just never was a huge fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, some investors got through and maybe lied on the screening, whatever they did. They're heroes today. They are fucking heroes uh, because one of them got through and just brought up the, the like backing the San Francisco men's choir when they in jest said they were coming after our children. Yeah. Um, Did you do that? In, in jest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But they were totally I thought it was through. a manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and the guy said, like, like, he used the word groomers, like in the yeah. call. He Good used man. the word groomers. He did. Bless you, sir. You are a hero. Not all heroes wear capes. I salute you. For uh, of course, uh, slippery the slippery weatherman got around it, didn't address it, and yeah, he got. I think he got in some. I watched uh, Legal Mindset's video, and he got some trouble admitting something to the legalities of Reedy Reedy Creek. Watch his video because I don't know. Um, All I know is. Disney is burning right now, and Bob Iger like rebooting your Aww. CEO. Who in the fuck thought rebooting your CEO would be a good idea? What rebooting it to the person that got them in the mess in the first place, who left so that somebody else could come in and try and sort the mess. But when he realized there was complete and utter mess, he was booted, and they brought the guy who created all the mess in the first place back. Who could have seen this coming? Right. So he made abundantly clear yesterday. The, what all of us have been saying for a long time Disney ain't changing they will not change that they, they are they, they're Marvel ain't turning around Lucasfilm ain't turning around Pixar ain't turning none of it is turning around they're going to double down 
like just like we thought they would do when Iger got in. So nobody's taking Kevin Feige to, to task. Nobody's taking Kathleen Kennedy to task. She'll fucking leave what she wants to. Kevin Feige's going to do what the hell they want, and they're just going to keep on trucking the way they are. The only difference is uh, there's no Victoria Alonzo, who was a pain in the ass. Uh, even if you agree with somebody politically, they can still be a fucking pain in the ass, and they get fired, especially when they call out a CEO. They got rid of uh, Ike Perlmutter. They just needed a Republican scalp to balance out the getting rid of Victoria Alonzo, and he wasn't doing much anyway. Uh, the only one affected that I think might be kind of funny at this point, but ultimately it's sad because I used to love Marvel Comics, but it's dead, is it's getting rolled into Disney proper, the comic book. Uh, publisher uh, and I just don't think they're going to keep that really expense the, those offices in New York are expensive I can see them getting rid of that just like DC did yeah. uh, I remember D DC was on oh it was 666 what was the address they were Broadway Broadway yes because yeah. I remember 666 yeah so uh, and that was in all the comics but um, yeah I, I just I think Marvel Comics will be affected by this down the road, but they're not big enough to be to, to even worry about right now. Uh, and we're just going to get more of the same. Now, the good news is we won't get as much of it because they're going because they're going broke, but it'll still be shit. It's mm. just not as much shit. I know. I know. Uh, hey, you excited about that secret invasion? You really excited about that? Is that the secret invasion that's going to reflect the politics of today? According to Samuel O. Jackson. Uh, Woohoo. Yeah. Uh, the right. Captain Marvel spinoff, because that's what it is. By the way, I just want to, I just want to quickly say something if that's okay. No. Uh, John Cusack, I think you need help. Oh, um, get, get some help. Did he get back on Twitter? I thought he left Twitter. Yeah, no, he's, 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 uh, he's, uh, he's clearly, um, oh, is everybody going he, insane? He, did yeah, Trump, did Trump get arrested? Did it finally happen? So, well, Trump tweeted out that he's going to be arrested, and Kuzak's just going like crazy. How did it happen already? Like, was he going to get arrested at five in the evening or something? I don't know. Do they want to? Do they? Are they? It, it could be like Greta Thunberg, where they they I, organize. I, I, no, I was going to say, are they waiting to arrest him at prime time? Like, oh fuck. Uh, well, I mean, say. When, when the 47th president of the United States gets arrested today. <laughs> That's all I say. You're putting him in the White House, dude. Uh, we are alternate programming, though. So, John Kuzak, drugs are bad. Okay. By the way. Drugs are bad. Can I... We can... We can try to reel off some countries where they arrest their political opponents. Mm, Cuba. China. China. I, Iran. Iran. Sorry. Iran. Iran. Russia Iran. Iran day. What do these countries have in common with each other? Uh totalitarianism, authoritarianism, communism, communism. Just Has anybody got a banana? Not you. Oh, dude, I got a Republican I was banana. Say nope. <laughs> I can't eat it. It's Keaton's uh, <laughs> It's Banana? No, they probably aren't. No. Sugary, starchy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Starchy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a Cedia Geo for $10. Gary and Az, thank you for turning me on to classic comic books and also manga. Uh, lots of great stories in manga. My uh, my wife, on the other hand, does not thank you. Also, hi, Mahler. Hello. 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 Um, 
there uh, that's the thing is uh there are still great comics being made uh kelly just talked about he's doing with matt wagner that's freaking is that's going to be crowd is that like crowdfunded going through a website uh kickstarter kickstarter okay cool but dark horse is linked to it in in a production way but no it's a kickstarter gotcha yeah i used to love dark horse me they great they made great stuff i yep. did a creator own book through them i i really enjoyed uh their vibe they didn't overproduce they made a ton of money uh translating manga and mm -hmm. uh they 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 they're i mean you know freaking hellboy was my favorite all-time comics so mm -hmm. uh good stuff uh okay but so Disney, uh, we, we got the Secret Invasion, which is Captain Marvel spinoff, which is going to be basically uh, uh, Amelia Clark leading uh, Samuel Jackson around. That's my guess. I, I don't think I'll be wrong because that's pretty much what's happened in every Disney Plus series. Um, so, and they delayed that to June. We don't know when Loki, thankfully, is coming out. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, isn't it going to be linked now to Deadpool and Deadpool's just hired a fucking she-hulk writer oh zeb wells i know failing oh. upwards oh god because remember how good she Hulk. i forgot about that with all the rings of power in disney but i forgot that was the first article i popped up on twitter yesterday was she hulk writer and marvel's writer joins deadpool 3 yeah. <laughs> not that i had a lot of wow they would never learn hey did you hear that apparently gotham knights is one of the most in demand shows that's being watched right now. <laughs> sure, it is. by by channels such as Ass and Disprew, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Solely thanks to you two. It might have terrible viewership on the night, but it's one of the most in demand viewed shows. Good God! Uh, uh, I'm gonna press X to doubt. X to doubt. Uh, Disbrew mm -hmm. did a good, very good video on uh, Parrot Analytics, and if you are familiar with my old Star Trek videos, we talked about that a lot. And yeah. that's why I, I, I was imploring people, like, don't use the Star Trek hashtag. Use RIP Star Trek or Fake Trek or whatever you want to use, but don't use Star Trek because it counts. It counts as a interaction, what you were talking about, Kelly. So, yeah. uh, and yeah. it, it could be good or bad. Uh, it, it's parrot, It's a scam. It's a it's a scam. Yeah. How do they? How do they? I mean, I came to Picard three. I'd given up on Star Trek, mm -hmm. and I came to it by word of mouth, not just old fashioned word of mouth. How do you quantify that? You know, enthusiasm. Where do you measure? Where's the enthusiasm measure on this? Exactly. I mean, they know. They know. They just don't tell us. I mean, um, I believe this started at the good old Pornhub. But if you watch a video that's been out for over forty-eight hours or so on YouTube, there's a little wave at the bottom, and that little wave tells you when people liked it, something they replayed, you know. Uh, and it, it so, and then we have access to our our analytics here, and they yeah. get down to the mint. You can break down anything. We we got demographics. We've got absolutely everything we know what works we know what doesn't work um and uh they know this too my only fear trip. is now since everything is backwards will terry metallis be punished for being good uh, he, he from some yes yeah from some yes that's my fear is that yeah. it's in his just doing what he does i have no idea anything about the man other than he made great stuff 
and I'm very much enjoying it. And I thought I was done. I'd walked away. I'll enjoy my old stuff, enjoy my movies. And um, I find myself very much anticipating each episode like I used to. And I'm just wondering, are they going to punish him? What you can feel behind that, and you probably know this because you're a good creator with a heart and you put your heart in this stuff, is it, it, what I can say, uh, I, I someday, I hope it all gets out there. I'll just, yeah. that's all I can say. But what I can say is um, Terry tried. He had no supervision from Alex Kurtzman, nothing. Alex Kurtzman had nothing to do with this series. He well, fucked he's off. made me a he's made me a fan yeah. again. I missed being a fan, mm. and and he's introduced Captain Shaw, who I want his own show. Yeah, yeah, Shaw's great. Shaw's brilliant. Todd Stashway, great actors. Uh, yeah, Todd I, actor, I'm right telling you right now, I I I thought that part of me was gone, and that to their whoever I I'm grateful. I Ooh. I love being a fan first. Number one, it's mm. exciting to be a fan. Yes, absolutely. That's why I mean, like you know, whether we we have our differences, but you'll see Mahler as and I gravitate uh, towards the good. Well, all of my friends, yeah. all my friends in the comic books. We did this when we'd meet at the comic book store and get our books, and there would be someone. We, the argument over Burn or Perez or the, all these arguments, but we were all so happy to just be in the same environment and nobody looked down on anyone and nobody cared. It was just exciting. And you, I became a fan of things because someone would offer it to, we just talk, but there was yeah. nothing personal. That's, that's, what, personally. that's what fans want. This is what sucks is fans want to share what they have discovered. That's, that's the first instinct of a fan is to, yeah. I need to talk to somebody about this thing. I really love. Yes. Mm. Well, so much, so many of us were alone with it back then yep. that when you mm -hmm. find your own brethren, it's, it's like amazing. So Have I'm not going to jeopardize my relationship that? with these people by stupid for stupid stuff, but to make me walk away and make my friends walk away from this. No one was watching it. <clears throat> I started seeing it and then started telling my friends, you have to get this. Even if it means ordering Paramount plus, you have to see this to at least let these people know this is your, you want this. You want more of this that that they there's they always talk about the new audience. How about the old audience? And we go get some of them again. Yeah. Well, Star Wars said they don't want their old audience. They're going to well, create a whole dead. new audience with their tremendous shows like Star Wars is dead. Of course it is. It's, Star Wars yeah. was the biggest movie. Now it's a shitty TV show. It is, it's a it's a category. It's, 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 it, yeah, it's worse than direct video. It's streaming. And, you know, Star Trek didn't learn shit. You know, no. we got this Picard thing. Now it's been in development for, there's a lot of, it's uh, Starfleet Academy and uh, other things have been in development and were given the go ahead a year ago. Yeah. A year ago. Uh, so, and they've been trying to get Starfleet and it's like, it looks fucking awful. It looks like the worst shit possible. So, as I said, in my review, enjoy Picard season three. Probably the only thing we're going to get. Yeah, that, that, I, and I agree with you. Yeah. I, I I think it's I, it's just I'm hoping that the powers that be will look at what Metallus has done and how he's he's creatively handled this and shepherded it and go well. Let's give him a, let's give him something else or let him expand upon it. Uh, I just am afraid that 
sometimes if you prove people wrong, success is a double-edged sword that oh, way. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and really money, money should be the pro, you know, I think I kept a lot of my jobs because I was contrary to a lot of stuff, but it made a lot of money. So they said, all right, we'll give them something else or we'll keep until I got the notice of, of more and more people. That's how it used to work. You're, if you could get through the barriers of a publisher or an editor and get your stuff out there, the fans then would trump whatever they thought about you, uh, the publisher or the editor. It would trump that. They would go, all right, well, apparently a lot of people with bad taste love you, so here you get more. That's fine. I'll take that. Yeah. But now I don't know if they're going to do that. Well, <laughs> they're going to say. You're right, because the creator has to stick his neck out, right? Uh, yeah. Who really tried to reach out to everybody in the fandom, including some of the most critical people, me included, Robert, Dave Cullen, uh, Critical Drinker, and and at least have a very brief conversation, not telling us what to say, but be, listening to us, listening to the fandom, going, I am just trying to make a Star Trek that, that the most people possible will like. That's all I'm trying to do. There's no fucking agenda. There's none of this woke shit in there. Now, there's varying degrees of quality Right. And, and nobody's saying it's the greatest thing ever made, no. uh, but it's fun. And you could tell there's there's heart behind it. And when, wa when watching it, I know that this is something when I'm watching, I'm going, I'm going to rewatch this show. Yeah. That's that. A lot of times you watch it and it's disposable or you see it and you go, OK, but this I'll watch again. This show, I will want to own it. I, um, Like I was on a stream with them and, and I'm sure he caught tons of shit for it and it wasn't like on this channel it was the popcast guys you know and those those guys they do my shirts yeah, uh, yeah. known them for a long time they're good guys and um yeah you know and and i went on and there was a conversation at time and a drinker was there too at times it got awkward but like props to him for being on just yeah. being on because yeah. you know he got a bunch of shit and i've been asked uh to go on other streams with like other people and i say no i say no and it's not like i don't want to talk or anything but i don't want to get them in trouble because they will get in, which is so fucking stupid and so counterintuitive and so against everything fandom is about uh because they'll get in fucking trouble because of five idiots on twitter for even being on a stream with me on another channel right? that doesn't make sense when the money flows when the yeah. spice flows that's what it's all about right yeah that's right. So there, there are the, people. The spice must keep flowing. Yes, are willing to talk. And and what's what's getting better? It's going to take time. Is it's it's going to get easier to come out and talk now that Hollywood is actually starting to way too late criticize itself and start to do yeah. a little self reflection over their little you know uh, hate rage fueled party over the last five or six years. Yeah. So things are changing. But it's gonna, it's gonna be way too little, way too late, and then, yeah, and, and we yeah. and we're still dealing in ifs and buts. Yeah, no. in a lot of cases, yes. This is just a theory. This is just a hypothesis right now. But you know who isn't going to change? Disney. Oh no, they're they're going to die on this hill. They're going to die on this fucking hill, uh, and, and they will die. Good, good, good. good. Been bleeding point, all over the place the past few months. Yep. I was on with uh, Alex. I did an interview with Alexander Marshall, uh, our Aussie friend. And uh, it'll be out next week. And uh, she asked me if 
if things are going to change, if things are ultimately going to change. And I guess I, I had a hard time with that because I'm like, I can feel things changing. And I think it's going to be the companies that are a little more desperate that need more money. I think Paramount is starting to figure it out. Like, even, I didn't like Dungeons and Dragons, but they opened their fucking film thanking the fans. Yeah. They, they thank you for coming to our movie. Uh, they saw Tom Cruise do it with Top yep. Gun. Yeah. I mean, first thing he did was say, thank you just for coming here and we're doing our best. And yeah. Props to them for that. Yeah. Stop going out in the press and saying you like emasculating men or Batman is fucking fascist because you're killing your fucking movies. Uh, and just say thank you. Just say we did the best we could. Thank you. That's all you yeah. need. Don't be a thin skinned creator like the director of Blue Beetle, who's obviously extremely thin skinned, knowing this is probably be his last project. I just don't think they came up the way you come up, like you come up through the, the ranks to where you're used to taking some crap. You know, I think I know, they just yeah. get they just get plugged into where they've never had someone disagree or put criticize or certainly not in outside of the bubble of all the, uh, the of who make they YouTube deal with. videos and read your comment section. Yeah, a bit of what you wanted to put into uh, comics and creating them. You said it was a bit of philosophy in there, and it's just like, how can you be so obsessed with getting the praise if you're not going to welcome in lots of criticism? It makes praise meaningless. It does, and, and you don't, and you don't get any better if you don't hear it. Yeah, yep. But we, cool. but you'd receive criticism from your sure. customer base. Now they're being told if the customer base criticizes you, they're racist, they're a bigot, they're a homophobe, they're a this, that, and the other, and therefore criticism isn't even filtering in because they're too fucking scared to criticize purse puppies, as a, a boys that would say. People yep. have been brought into the industry simply because they are a this demographic or that demographic. They're not shifting well, comics. The They're people, the people telling you that are telling you that as the water comes up and over their Oh, head. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's like they're not even aware that the, that the ship sunk um, because you can see it with diminishing sales and diminishing excitement uh, about the work, about the books, people talking about stuff. Um I mean, I say that as a fan. I don't say that as doing this. Mm -hmm. mm. That's that's just how I, I I receive this stuff. All of this stuff is emotion. We receive it with emotion, so it has to be created with emotion. Any other thing, it's fake. So when Lucas is doing Star Wars, he loves it, and you bang, you see yes. it, or Raiders, yes. bang, you see it. The, 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 if the risk taking is anywhere, it's from this emotion. That was Ray Bradbury's great thing. Um, it is created with it, so receive it. You cannot criticize that emotion. Any other thing, wrong. Any other motivation, wrong. And especially in genre stuff. Because we're here dealing with slings and arrows for liking it on the school bus with my comic or my, you know, whatever. It's just you 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 go through your life loving this stuff and defending it. And then when you're betrayed by the very people making it. Yeah. Ah, it's the worst. And and it's because they got away, especially in comics, but the, it's happening in film too. Comics was just a, a, a you know a precursor. Gary, um, I'm not against them trying. Just admit when it didn't work. Exactly. No, and, and they used to do that. I, I'm all for that. I'm I'm the last guy to say let's do it like we always did it. I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying let's do it, but pivot when it goes wrong. When it goes wrong, absolutely. Nobody's That's saying it. don't try things. I will do um, anything. I I 
have a good relationship working with DC because I always do this. Mm-hmm. I don't go in there and tell them this and I'll try it. And if it doesn't work, I'll say, I don't think it works. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but, but, and there is that there, but you don't want, I mean, you don't want outside stuff to affect you. That has nothing to do with the fans enjoyment of the work. Yep. But they're trying so desperate to push certain characters that I look, I pushed, I pushed a very different style, which <clears throat> was okay. So you can do that, but I didn't go in there and call anyone who didn't like it an idiot. Yeah. I you, never, you, you, the you, last thing I would do is that. And, and yeah. criticism focuses you. Some of it, you say, yeah, we better change other. You say, you know, I think we can, I think this is working. We just got to let them catch up. We just got to let them catch up. The time for catch up is over. We, you can oh. see it. My How many kids, times has Captain Marvel they, been canceled now? They grew up with a comic book artist and they're reading manga. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because because yeah. they keep, as just mentioned, they keep canceling things and rebooting them. Or in the, in the Hollywood world, uh, five, five, six years ago, Star Trek Discovery would have been canceled on its yeah. second season. Like oh. this stuff would have been shut down. But they can't. And and uh, that Amazon article yesterday, they talked about Peripheral, which is from Lisa Joy and Chris Nolan. Yeah. And it got a second season, even though nobody watched it. And the reason it got a second season is because they were worried about pissing off Lisa Joy and, and Jonathan Nolan. And I said Chris Nolan, but it's Jonathan Nolan. Yeah. Um, that's the only reason they re-upped the show. Not wow. because it, it brought in subs, not because it gave them money. They said they, it would hurt our capital with them. And, and how that, different is that? How different is that as when Cheers first came out? Nobody watched it, but the people at the at NBC liked it and said, "Give it another year and see if it finds an audience." I think the same thing happened with Everybody Loves Raymond. That CBS yeah. said, "Well, we like it. We'll give it another year." Now it's the other way around. Now, yeah, exactly. It's, now it's now it's the wrong reasons. To rather than say we think an audience is there, which turned out to be the case. Very um, much so. Yeah. Don't think peripheral is gonna do that though. I, I when you're doing it, just not because there they thought it was good. They're like, yeah. mm, we got something here. This is good. It's no, we just don't want to piss that's one off. And that's insane. Yeah, that's fucking insane. That is um, insane. Uh, Enoch Baman, abuser of Streamlabs. Thank you for the twenty dollars. Sorry about all the typos. When are you are you apologizing to me? I don't even know how to spell. <laughs> I can barely read. Yeah. You don't need to apologize. I love you. My uh, so, speaking of somebody I love unconditionally is Mikey Gussler in two parts for twenty dollars. Hey, Mikey. As Mahler. Did you see the Forbes? Did you see the Forbes article attacking Resident Evil Four fans for harassing the voice actress for Ada Wong? Uh, he even put fans in quotes. Also, Gary, did you see the comparison Iger made? Yes, we'll talk about that. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't attack no Ada Wong actress. I said that I think the Ada Wong actress is not good. Not good. The voice is all double down. I think I, she's I terrible. Um, at the at the actress, we're allowed to criticize. Yeah, of course. There's nothing to, like yeah. we used to be able to do that. And, and this is the mm. thing: I've not seen the evidence yet. Not that I've looked for it extensively, but I've not seen anyone who actually said like horrible, horrible things to her. I'm hoping we're not dealing with a situation where someone said, "I think you're a bad actress. I think I think this is a bad voice acting uh, thing." And then someone else says it. Someone else says it, and she says harassment. I hope mm. it's not that because that would suck. But that, I actually watched a, a video yesterday 
where they took the original voice actress from Resident Evil 4 and they inserted her dialogue into into yeah. the modern the remake of it. Holy shit, it was so much better. And just to clarify, what? when I say I hope it's not that, what I'm what I mean is that that would be nothing. So that's nothing to complain about, right? Like yeah, people yeah. saying you're bad at voice acting, that should be part of the course as a voice actor. <laughs> However, if people are doing like horrible things, like saying all kinds of insane yeah. nonsense, or whatever, it's like, yeah, don't do that. Leave them alone. They're just a voice yeah. actress. They don't need to be. Well, it's like with, with Reva in Obi Wan. Yeah, she, she she did a bad job at the show. Yeah, terrible. That's all she did an awful, terrible job. She was put in a bad position, probably by Lucasfilm using her as a purse puppy. But uh, none of us said go after her. That's ridiculous. No, Nobody never would. never go after somebody, but don't be afraid to criticize. Yep. Because the moment that you're afraid to criticize, you're you're self censoring. Yourself so something. Well, I love Resident Evil Four Remake. I think it's an absolutely fantastic game. I love the changes that they've made. I love the uh, I, I love the theme, the mood, the whole gameplay, the whole job lot. Uh, the one thing that really stuck out as a negative was the Ada Wong voice actress. Just watch watch everyone's streams. The second she first starts talking, everyone's like, "Wait, wait, wait, what?" what? what? And um, it, it, you know, just to give people an idea, she just delivers everything deadpan. So instead yes. of like, mm. hey, Leon, let's go. It'll be like, hey, Leon, let's go. Hey, Leon, don't mind if I just leave now. Make sure no, to say really. well, Leon. And, and Mikey Gussler, uh, he's got a second part, sir. I'm going to read that and then get back to his last question there. So for 10 more dollars, he said, Gary, did you see the deadline article where J.K. Rowling will produce a Harry Potter reboot on HBO, HBO Max? Yes. And you knew this was coming because they need to make money. Um, I think this could go horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> like just could be horribly wrong. If they approach it and and they're just gonna recast it. <laughs> it's gonna gender swap and it's like it's gonna be terrible. But um apparently one season will cover one book. There would have been a time I loved this idea, absolutely adored mm -hmm. this idea. I, I said they should have done a BBC radio show for Harry Potter. A full cast radio show that would be fucking awesome. They did it with like, the Lord of the Rings, and it's still it, great. It's still great. It's one of yeah. the greatest yep uh, radio shows ever. Michael Hordern is my Gandalf still. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. Ian yeah. Holm. Yeah. Um, uh, Brian Sibley, who's still around, who just great. edited a Tolkien book. Great. Uh, great stuff, and some of the best sound work ever, ever. Yeah. And it was just. Yeah. Uh, and if you like, there's so few pictures of of the recording or anything of it it's so i had sad. my kids i played for them each like chapter or whatever when they were children to just because before they could really read to get into it and they loved it oh yeah it, it's i listen to it like three or four times a year <laughs> me too <laughs> yeah me too this is this is the video uh this is a scene in the game where leon is on his own and he he meets ada for the first time in six years since the uh, Raccoon City incident, but All the right. the the current actress Mauler would be appreciative of this. The current actress's lines have been removed, and they've put the the lines oh, in wait. from the previous from the original. Is it worth showing uh, these guys the original first, as in the original from the remake? Um, okay, I could do that. Let me just contrasting while you're looking that just... up. Let me finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quick. So, um, uh, also, Mikey, I love you. Uh, also, did you see the Barbie trailer? It looks good. I'm like, I saw the Barbie trailer. <laughs> I'm not into Barbie, but my wife really loved it. And if they lean into, if it's silly and funny, it could be good. 
Um, Simu Liu is perfectly cast. This is the one fucking movie where he's perfectly cast. I was gonna say he, he is black as a awesome. plastic dickless actor. <laughs> yeah, uh, he is perfectly cast. Um, but, he's playing but, himself in real life, essentially. Uh, yes. So, to the Iger's comparison, well, as is still like that, what, what they're speaking of is when they were calling out, hey, uh, Disney grooming and why why are you for the parental rights bill that basically wants to teach sexuality of gay or straight to third graders, second graders, first graders, and kindergartners? I think a reasonable person would go, that's probably not a good idea. Not a good idea. Leave kids alone. They don't know how to tie their fucking shoes. Okay. Uh, not a good idea, but they leaned into that, and Bob Iger equated what Disney is doing to the civil rights movement of the 60s, which, whoa. I mean, fucking whoa. Uh, so he thinks an off, the weatherman thinks an awfully lot of himself. This guy does iron his jeans, okay, which I think oh. is super gay. But I um, got creases right down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I ooh. If I was from, I'll just say, I, I bet you some people heard that and went, what the fuck? And they just, they don't want to be criticized. If they throw the word civil rights in it, it says, so you won't criticize me anymore. Exactly. I think somebody yeah. went yeah. like this. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. <laughs> I think somebody went like that. Cause I, I do that. That's fucking, that is, that is sheer fucking hubris of uh, uh of Bob Iger. I am so happy he came back guys. I am so happy he came back to preside over his own failures. It is going to be a really fun year. I can't wait for the Marvels to go. I'm going to have a Marvels watch party. Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's have a Marvels watch party. I have to admit I'm kind of looking forward to that. <laughs> I mean, at I'm a certain point, the videos. At a certain point it it just it does become you if you if you could watch it though, Gary, with a laugh track, if you could have your laugh track at oh. the same time, and then you hit the laugh track at anything that you know that they take as serious or important, that would get make it things awesome. done. <laughs> There's some guys on YouTube awesome. who have done that, and I I pretty sure they did it with Captain Marvel. I can't remember who, and it was you're right, it was freaking genius. It, it does, so it's, it's wonderful. Well, I, I'm going to watch all every second of EFAC. I, I, look, I, I, I have to admit, I'm looking forward to Critical that. Drinkers videos. Yeah. Uh, Ryan's um, 97 videos. The Rings of Power that. videos you yeah. guys all did was as delightful and fun, just viewing pleasure as I ever had. Thank you. I, I have to say, I can't get out of my head your pronunciations. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, I mean that. I mean, it became a thing that was like, what do they call it? Must watch TV or whatever. I mean, I I knew I couldn't get through it. I, I went, though, from so excited when I first heard the announcement, I didn't know any details. I went, oh, man, stuff from the Silmarillion, stuff from the Second Age. This is this is my heart. And as it got closer, you started going, you know, you go through that phase. Well, maybe. OK, that part. I'll, I'll accept that. You know, the, and then. That first ten minutes, I was out. Yeah, it happens. All I fast. had, all I had to staunch the bleeding was everybody's reaction, so I knew I wasn't yeah. alone. <laughs> you know, cathartic. So, through as we we got a little window to what was going to happen. Okay, can't say who, but 
they know who they are and they know we love them. Yeah. We love them. But they told us, and when I heard, when Az is telling me this shit, I'm like, no. Because yeah. some of the stuff I predicted in a joke, in a video two years ago, I'm like, they're going to have Galadriel full-on armor leading them. I said an all-female army of Numenorean, <laughs> which we could still get, okay? I'm holding out for season two, but I was only half wrong on that one. And they did it. Well, like, I don't know. Yeah. It might be due because I didn't see one fucking penis amongst any of those guys. It's true. There's a lot of move armor there. And as was of... looking for those penises down. He was. He was. Well, yeah, because like then he can look at the tits after. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we all do that. <laughs> oh my god, this fucking joke is so over. <laughs> is it really though? I don't think it's over. Is it really? Oh. I don't think it's over. <laughs> to check the life. <laughs> <laughs> Let's that, listen uh, to some Ada. Come on. Uh, okay. That's a, that's actually a, it's a good song. Okay. So this is this is the remake voice actress for Ada. Turn that gamma down, bitch. Jeez. Is that Ada? No. no that's oh. Doesn't look like Mila Jovovich. Wouldn't make me use this, would you? Well, after six years, that is one hell of a greeting, Ada. You don't seem surprised. Oh. Interesting. Try using knives next time. Better for close encounters. Not a bad move. Oh, that's, wow. yeah, that's not good. It's not a bad. Is that AI? I feel like it's I AI. Know, I know. That's what I said to Mola, isn't it, Mola? Yeah, that's what we said. I said to Mola, it feels like this is an AI actress. Leave the girl. She's lost no matter what. You walk away now. And who knows? Maybe you'll Maybe you'll meet me again. And then I might get you that greeting you were looking for. Oh, you think I'm gonna give up that easy. okay. <laughs> okay, so, I got the idea. Got the idea. Right now, I'm gonna play the same scene from the game, but this time it's gonna be the original uh, voice actor doing the Ada lines. More appropriate, Gamma. Put your hands where I can see them. Put them up now. You wouldn't want to make me use this, would you, Leon? Well, after six years, that is one hell of a greeting, Ada. It's been so long, Leon. But aren't you at all surprised to see me? <laughs> Try using knives next time. Better for close encounters. Not a bad move. Very smooth. So who are you working for this time? Oh, Leon. You know I don't kiss and tell. Yeah, it's better. Way better. 
Why didn't, get, you come with me? Why didn't they get the and same actress? She's lost, no matter what. Walk away with me now, and I'll make sure you never have to worry about another mission again. And maybe then I'll give you that lovely greeting you were looking for. You oh, think I'm going to give up that easy? <laughs> right. How about we continue this discussion another time? See you around. So much better. Do they have a director? Maybe is there someone directing that while they're speaking a boy, you know, like you would think. It's every scene, yeah. every scene because, she's in is just uh, Yeah. I mean, there's it's like they're not looking at the image. Yeah, to get the emotion and yeah, like they just have the lines delivered yeah. and they don't know what they should and be. And that's why I'm asking feeling. if they yeah. have. A, I clearly, it seems like there's not a director there saying, "Stop, do it again," or "This is what's going on," or "This is I what they're thinking." Surprised that there wasn't like, uh, but that sounded AI. That sounded weird. Yeah. I, I like, absolutely thought it was. Between, yeah. there, there was too much space between words, right? Uh, it really did sound like it was like patchworked. Which yeah. is I think I know the game, perfectly but. fine to criticize. That would take me out of the game. Yeah. Well, well yeah, Mortal was right. If virtually every stream you watch of Resident Evil 4 remake, when she comes in and starts delivering, people are literally like, oh, oh, what's yeah, uh, that? That just seems like it was distracting. <laughs> AI wrong. Ada, what wrong? He's so wrong. <laughs> 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 it's too long. Okay, no more. How we are? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Um. So yeah. Better. I agree. Just oh, just 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 a bit of bonus information. She had voiced Ada Wong before, as mm. she was in Welcome to Raccoon City. I guess that's one of the animated movies. I no, Welcome that. to Raccoon City was the last live action. Was it? That was oh. that live action show with uh, the late. No, 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 no. It was it was the it was the Leon Singh Kennedy one where they turned oh. Leon into an Indian. Oh, that was the movie, right? Or was yeah, it Welcome to Raccoon. Oh, show okay. and it was a movie, and neither of them had Mila Jovovich, so I didn't give a shit. A movie that had a budget of think of fifty million still managed to lose money. Yeah, Mila still in my five. She's still an eleven. I love Mila Jovovich. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to apologize for that chat. And you don't apologize. You never you ruined Resident yeah. Evil, Gary. Don't you care? I have a, I got a one six scale from that what Resident Evil because I have some I have some someday I'm going to make it into a Lilu custom because they haven't made a one six scale Lilu for some fucking reason. Nobody's like thought to do that, uh, which makes no fucking sense. Multipass, multipass. They almost had a toy line. It was who was it? Who was the toy line chat? I, the name is on the tip of my tongue. They do they done alien stuff. They've done horror stuff, and they did Matrix stuff. Can't remember the name of the toy line right now, but they had it ready to go, and they canceled it last minute. Playmates? So, uh, no, not Playmates. No, not not that bad. Uh, the chat will know somewhere. It was so long ago. Neca. Neca. Yes, thank you, Neca. Thanks, Pat. Uh, the Iron Omega for twenty dollars. Hail, uh, real BBC crew and the great Kelly Jones. I would love to see Kelly's take on characters in the Warhammer 40k universe. Grim, oh, dark, wow. 
artists tackling the grim dark universe great stream that'd be fun yeah. i could do that yeah you could draw cats <laughs> you could draw fucking anything yeah <laughs> cats was the that was the bar All right lilu dallas multipass i love that movie so much i remember i walked out of it it wasn't a big hit but me and my friend like walked out and said that was fucking awesome that was like one of the best movies it had like such a unique view of the future yeah it mixed in some blade runner but it was just fun it was because yeah. all the sci-fi was was just dystopian in the fucking dark post-apocalyptic and this one was like bright and fun yeah. Yeah. and uh i love that fucking movie so much uh gary i hunted i hunted for gladriel's dick and i found <laughs> it ah it says kate c k a k a snake Flesh kitten for ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. I hunted, Rob. I hunted for Toby Maguire's dick. Why? Why didn't you hunt for some integrity instead, Cam? Oh. oh no! Oh no! Uh, Rob, Rob is free. I think uh, Cabia is sponsoring him for a couple of months, but Robert Meyer Burnett is on his own, and I think <gasps> that is great for him i think robert is a good man and mm. I think he will do very 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 good things and uh yeah and you might see him in at the vegas meetup so vegas meet oh i'm supposed to announce something oh um hang on all right i'm gonna read a super chat in the meantime uh you read a super chat and uh i oh no it's okay i just got to get the link Okay, boomer. I'm a boomer. Well, they okay. They sent me the message at 1:30 a.m. and I responded when I woke up before I had coffee at, at seven. I fell for a fucking April Fool joke the other day. I was so pissed at myself because I, I look at Twitter right right when I woke up and Stig, fuck you, Stig, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a tweet of uh, George R. R. Martin is writing like wins a winner and dance uh, uh, dream of spring back to back, and I went what. And then I went like 20 minutes later. I'm, oh, fuck. It's April 1st. Fuck. fuck. Fell for <laughs> it. I fell for it. <laughs> you got me, Stig, you son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> hang on. I got it. Is there a link? Oh, there it is. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna type this link for you. You read a super chat. Please. Okay. Uh, Andrew Matthews for five British pounds. Show Kelly the Peeping Tom covers, which I do have them queued have up. Them? Okay. So um, we got to give Kelly background on Peeping Tom. He probably doesn't know like what we're talking about. True. So through True. The, through our wonderful chat and super chats, we have built this character, this comic book character called Peeping Tom, and his Peeping power Tom. is he can see through women's clothing. But all he wants to do is look at boobs. But he unintentionally solves crimes uh, <laughs> <laughs> through his power and and his desire to look at boobs. And his sidekick is X Ray Girl. And back <laughs> in the old days, X Ray Girl only had was allowed nine words. Nine words. So I would be like words. mid sentence, and it'd be like cut off. <laughs> yeah, but these comic book covers are fucking rad. They're they so are. good. They and are. Yeah. So he can't look at his sidekick girl then, right? Uh, oh, that we should make that. Like, yes, if you look, he, he, so he tries to evade his eyes because he actually respects X-Ray Girl. That yeah, I was going to say, does power. he have like reverse? You can tell this is fiction. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, as <laughs> respect. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> 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 
the per- oh, and, and look at yeah. how good these covers are, though. They're so fucking good. Oh, oh. Look, there's comics. A Mahler. Yeah. 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 I, you know, I if if I didn't know it, I thought it was a professional book. Yeah, I I would say uh, they should compile these covers. And, yeah. Uh, uh, you a, know, a nice portfolio. Yeah, do do a nice portfolio and then put it together, and I'll I'll keep all the money, artists. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll push them for you. That's keep great. The money They're freaking great. That's great. Okay, here is the link. I hope that's the right. I hope I I spelled that right. What what okay. bit what bit him to give him the power to see breasts? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, I have that lore. Uh, he went I in. Think he, I think he watched Life Force when he was a kid. Oh, okay. He watched Life uh, Force and Matilda May. No, no, it's got to be an accident. Rising up from the, the, uh, accident with the X-ray machine. You went yeah. in to get an MRI for something, uh, for some venereal disease or whatever. Yeah. Uh, do you get MRI <laughs> for, <laughs> for, for, for memory? <laughs> so, uh, well, you know what? Uh, uh, no, Zaku boy can come up, come up with an origin. It's on you, buddy. Well, he had to work at Victoria's Secret when he went in for his screening. Yeah, so he, he put <laughs> the two stuck. together. <laughs> yeah. on, he's a he's a bra designer, and so. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, he just wants to support the. Just, it just writes itself. Yeah. You know? it does. yeah, writes itself. So he can use his power for good. He can. I'm telling you, we can make this. Or be a pervert. So, um, our good friends at the popcast who do mixed tees and my Ooh. t-shirts and uh they're also my buddies um are doing all 10 episodes of star trek picard season three in a theater and this is in conjunction with uh oh. salty nerd podcast too so i want to say i think oh. it's actually i think they're putting it on so i saw matthew kadish talking about not entirely sure who's putting it on one of the pretty sure it's matthew kadish who's a good guy uh james james mangold does not like him but i do oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you get to watch this is the tuesday before our meetup you can go i'm gonna be at i can't i can't be at all 10 episodes but uh, i'll be at the last couple for sure um so uh i'll be there i'll be there oh, at, in capacity and robert will be there too and i'm trying to get x-ray girl and quarter black in guys can you hook a bro? I fly oh. in so, so it's day. all 10 episodes of Picard season three in a theater the day before our meetup. Are they going to put out the soundtrack? Yes, they already have that. The, well, they, they, mm. they did a final version that sold out really quick, but they're yeah, going to do another one. Yeah. They're going to do another one, but it, it, yes, they are releasing the soundtrack. I, uh, I may have it and um, it's freaking beautiful. And I like, got to get that. I, I, that, the, that so knocked me out right out of the gate that there was a soundtrack again used appropriately and powerful. Yeah. Yes. So this is a private charity event. I believe the tickets are $75. I could be yep. wrong. Right here. $75. $75. Well, that's Money totally worth it. It's nonprofit. It's going for charity. Yep. And uh, Terry Metallis uh, is going to be there. Oh. Truck Against ALS is the charity. There you go. Nice. I would shake, I would shake Metallis's hand. Uh, he's 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 a, a rare good one. Not while he's it's, taking a piss, though. Um, I you know what? That would not bother me. I'm so happy to have a Trek show. <laughs> it, hey, it didn't bother that guy at the Reverend Horton She show. I was that was that. I was in there taking a piss. 
in an empty bathroom, walks right I, up next to me and goes, what's up, Nerdronic of all? Nope. Hey. My my heroes can get some urine on me. It's okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Now that's love right there. Kelly mm, Jones wow. into water sports. Go ahead. <laughs> wow. You just have to you just have to make a show or a comic <laughs> or a book I love. Right. Right. Okay. Uh we okay. I'm gonna read a couple more. And then I'll I'll give you guys an out if you need an out. Uh, Oce speaking of water sports, Oceanic Water for $19.99. Thanks for introducing me to these channels. I've been watching you a lot over the last two years. Love your videos. I heard rumors they are making Shrek 5. Uh, they probably should because... Um, After the I Last Wish, yes. I, 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 every, I'm going to have to watch Last Wish now because everybody I respect says they like it. So You'd like it. It's really yeah. good. I heard it's, it's really good. And I love Shrek. I freaking... Well, the first three... Um, Two probably. True. <laughs> the food is what everyone doesn't like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Shrek, Shrek one and two are fucking great. They're great. Hell yeah. Uh, Canary for two dollars. I take shots when X-ray girl speaks. Three months sober now. <laughs> hey. Oh. Do you want to get drunk? Just keep talking <laughs> the whole entire time. <laughs> uh, Mister Ms. Mixoplex. Uh, I love both, but Batman is better than Spider-Man, as knows. Mm -hmm. oh. I, oh. I, yeah, disagree. Right. I disagree. Oof, I disagree all you want. You'll still be wrong. Let's get okay, a poll going. Put a poll in chat. Let's see it. Poll in chat. Poll in chat. Versus Who's poll better in chat. or who do you like more? Who's better? Who is better? Who's better? Like, who's better? Yeah, objectively. <laughs> objectively is Spider-Man. Ooh, come on. If I had to pick, if I mean that's tough, I would say Ditko Spider Man. I still reread those as epic as Lord of the Rings. What you said? Who's I mean, better in a fight? Um, who's better in general? Those still those better still are in ahead of their time. They are. They are. Mm -hmm. So this is one range work was crazy, yeah. crazy good. Um, um, it's who you like better. It's all right. It is. I, I just picked up Spider Man first. That's all. That, yeah. that, that was simply it. He was on the. No, I I spent yeah. as a kid, original issues and reprints. I was like seventy five or seventy six until I could find the first what thirty eight or so that he did. Mm -hmm. Dicko did. <clears throat> Best summer of my life. I read one of those every day, one issue at a point at a time, and I was reading the first time I ever read Lord of the Rings. That was a perfect summer. It it's it's like. Uh, uh, a good disease you catch and never left me. And I still think of that. Like, man, I envy people the first time they read these things. Um, oh, I know. It changes your life. Because I had to, you know, I had to read them backwards. So I started mm -hmm. picking up like Marvel team up and then whatever yeah. Amazing Spider-Man was there. And then there wasn't reprints. So I got Marvel origins and the yeah. son of Marvel origins. And then later on, I was able to get, to get the originals pretty early on at a, at a decent price. And, and yeah. some of those, I and was just lucky. They came, they came across at a time where I could get a lot and, and the reprints Marvel was putting them out, you know? Well, yeah, and they did Marvel tales. That was yep, the, Marvel tales. my life. And then those little, uh, the pocket novels they did. Yep. You know, and I just collaged it together. And, uh, and, and at first 
I wasn't, I was a kid. So I'm like, Ditko is kind of a weird style. I don't like it. Yeah. I like John Romita better, but then I grew up. I felt that way about Kirby when I was a kid too. Yeah. And then I grew up and I'm like, Oh, they're geniuses. They I, are geniuses. Yeah. They <laughs> are geniuses. I, um, I always think of Ditko as Spider-Man that I just, no matter how long time has went, it's, it's still the guy. Died alone. Yeah. So sad. Uh, but he was, he was a, he was an eccentric guy. Uh, the def definition of eccentric. Yep. Uh, Jason Sandberg for ten dollars. Gary, check out Jupiter. I did. I saw him on a stream, and I looked at the book. Look, looks good. Uh, love to talk to you about it and share uh, favorite Art Bell memories. Hail to the chat. Go as and go X-ray girl. Get out of Canada. Get out of Canada, says Jason yeah. Sandberg. So I did Baby. check it out. Uh, for five more dollars, Kelly, your work is a high caliber and distinctive. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and did Mahler and Az forget that Ada, Ada voice actor from Resident Evil 2 remake? She's the best. Better than Resident Evil 4. Ada voice actor. Easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The the voice actress who did uh, Ada in Resident Evil 2 remake was great. I had no no problems with that at all. I I'm I was I think one of the reasons why I was like oh was the fact that she wasn't voice acting Ada in 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 this one, and that that was. Considering how fucking flat that actress came across. Yeah. yeah. That's not an Asian woman joke. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was delayed. Yeah. It, I mean, it, is, de it is think, delayed to his fucking lines, I mate. I need to do this. <laughs> yeah, I wanted the gong. <laughs> It's not as good because it's the the big one. That's what she's. Ah, Storyman Jack, what's up, brother? Uh, for nine ninety nine, says this is why I write my own stuff and will not ever sell creative control. Don't if you don't need to. Uh, write like nobody's watching. And what did Kelly say? And others have fun. Mm -hmm. Have fun. Yeah. I tell people like when they do the YouTube thing, just have fun. Yeah. See what happens later. I I was having fun talking to my friends. This was years ago, and nobody was watching. Nobody was listening. Didn't care. I took the shit seriously too. I'd get home from work and I'd edit up uh, everything. We get thumbnails together with like three views, and I'm like, fine, don't care, don't give a shit. And uh, yeah, it's fun. I still have fun, and that's you know. That's why As will see. I've known As for a while now, so As will make videos. But when As needs a little fun time, uh, after the thirty-eight seconds, he goes and plays video games. That's his. <laughs> that's his me time. That's his me time, and he and he screams it. And he and he like I I understand it because like covering this shit, like especially what's going on now. I know today we're alternate programming to all the fucking shit that's going on in the world right now. Happy to be that, by the way. Plenty of our friends are talking about it people that i love and play, check them out if you want but we are alternate programming to the fucking circus yeah. um and uh it's it's it can be a, a a little nightmarish sometimes so it's good to like i'll spend a bunch of time making a john wick video that i know is not going to do well as anything else but i don't care it was a pure passion project and that was perry had the best time on it mm -hmm. um mahler We'll play Resident Evil 4 till his eyeballs fall out. That's okay because he's a fan. As Kelly said, <laughs> we're fans first. Yeah. We're fans first. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Unlike a lot of our detractors, mm -hmm. uh, we actually uh, are invested in this shit. Yeah. All of the, you know, of the Twitter accounts that announced they love Rings of Power, they ain't staying. They ain't hanging. <laughs> They're already gone. <laughs> we moved on to the next or, thing. Or yesterday, my favorite thing is when the Wiki Warriors come after me for comic books. Even ones I don't <laughs> even like that much, like uh, Blue Beetle. Um, and uh, I called him uh, Discount Spider-Man, and they're like, that's a terrible description. I was like, do you, I have some news for you, random person on Twitter. That's how he was pitched Yeah, to yes. Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yes. And, you, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, did you watch when, the trailer? <laughs> when they say, like, oh, did you know, Gary has even read comics? It's always like, oh, God. <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you, I didn't finish Blue Beetle because I didn't like the comic. The art was fine, it was very competently put together, but I don't like the character. I wasn't that into Jaime Reyes. I'm more of a Ted Cord guy. Uh, and it, I felt like it was what it was. Like, a gender swap and it looked like a, a discount iron spider boy which it is which is exactly what it is Ted uh, Cord, blue beetle like the comic good for you it never sold very well mm. it never sold very well it's not that big of a character this is a z-list character uh and uh a, quite frankly a character that's better as ted cord and better when he's teamed up with booster gold and yep. the story yep uh, that, that that jla run justice league run with with Blue Beetle and uh, and Booster Gold, and then he had the fire, fire and ice joined in. Yeah, like, that is classic shit. Yes, beautiful. Okay, they, they made me love the characters. The writing yeah. was so yeah. good; they made yeah. me love that the characters. Phenomenal, phenomenal book. <clears throat> By the way, I you know I have like you as I have comics in storage. That that run is in my house. Mm. It's in my house, so I can go read it. Yeah. One, one punch. One punch. <laughs> the old guy Gardner. One punch. Uh, that was so good. Oh, one punch. You know, it's okay. You know, bad story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. The first one of those I got, I, I stole from a grocery <gasps> store. I was homeless and uh, I needed something to read. So I went and I shoplifted it. From, what's the statue of limitations in California? It's all right. You're fine. Uh, it was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Walk okay. out. Yeah. It was less so, than nine hundred dollars. You find. Yeah, you're free. I shoplifted yeah. it in California and read it under a tree. <laughs> 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 uh, Pray Dane Chronicles for twenty British pounds. That's proper money. Uh, evening all. Desperately exciting news of drag queen and who I know. RTD's casting policy. There's just too too much to talk about today. Uh, seem to be centered on making a tiny but loud blue hair Twitter brigade. As one wokey Twitterer said, I am loving the queerness. Uh, wait, I'm loving uh, the queerness. That's all that's been cast in it so far. Um, Shooty Gatwa, Jinx Monsoon, 18 year old. Wow. Yeah, and, and Rose, the daughter of Donna, is yeah. actually, uh, Guy, so um, <laughs> I, I love, I'll never RTD's era is 
golden age Doctor Who television. It's great. It will never be equaled, not even by RTD. How did George Lucas do when he went back to the prequels? Love them or not, they weren't as good as the original trilogy. They were missing Gary Kurtz. They were missing Marsha Lucas, some pretty important people. George Lucas was already a fat cat billionaire, million, multi-millionaire, who you know would sit down and direct with a lawn chair. And God bless George Lucas. I, I, I still like the guy. But uh, didn't have the fire. Didn't have the creative fire okay. in the prequels. Still managed to make something better than Disney Star Wars would suck shit. But um, it wasn't there. You can't go home again creatively when you take that big of a break. You know, Kelly... Kelly's working all the time. Kelly's like refining his skills. And, yep. and you can see the artists who fell off and the ones who still are still got it, man. Um, but uh, I, I don't think it's going to help at all. I, I, I think yep. Doctor Who is is dead. And, and worst of all, it's under Disney. It's Disney's Doctor Who. I was fine with it being with Sony. I was actually okay with that, but now that it's under Disney's umbrella of garbage, oh, it's been a long time since I did a Doctor Who video. I'm waiting, but I got one ready. Yeah, I've got one I've been sitting on for like a year. Yeah, uh, because uh, we were right <laughs> again. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of a year of that. I yeah, I'm sorry, Doctor Who fans, um, but the good news is. There's 50 years of really good shit. Yeah. They are um, putting out um, the classic episodes on Blu-ray. And, and if you pay an extra few bucks, you get the the, the collector's edition packaging. Uh, you can get that. Uh, if you have an Amazon account, you could just go amazon.co.uk. That's what I do. And I just order them from someplace in, Am in, uh, in the good old UK. Yeah. And I get them like a month later. Yeah. Uh, and they're beautiful. They're gorgeous they have that shit logo on them but you can cover it up there's a way to cover it up but the the, the discs themselves are art it is yeah. so good yeah finally got you know first doctor one got a first doctor one finally um neo oh, why do i say that i think neo, it's neo conquer neo conquer okay well the zero threw me off because i'm i'm a little retarded so on the Streamlabs side, circumventing Mama Susan, I had AI write a summary for better Star Wars sequel trilogy. It was way better than what uh, came out of Kathleen Kennedy's Craw. Where can I send it? Uh, Gary at nerdrotic.com. I'll read it. Mrs. Nerdrotic will read it too because she reads all my email. I'm glad she does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's just doing it to make sure like no chicks are sliding into my DMs. Let's let's be real. Because they're everywhere with me too. And I have to have the wife check it all out. Fight them off. I'm just fighting. Yeah. I have I give I give Lynn my Peyton. I give Lynn a baseball bat and I said, go to town. No, as as <laughs> as is the one as is getting tit shots every day. <laughs> as, has, as has harems Conan game. As if I am, so many, I'm not getting uh, the the, the so many female simps. He, like he really does, Mahler. As has got female simps. Every time he oh, posts them, they go, "Oh, we love you, As." <laughs> so Those I should send, I should I shouldn't send mine to As then, right? No, uh, hey Kelly, I'll look at your tits. <laughs> okay, okay, wow. I, I still look at them. Out, you know, I'll I'll send you some feedback. Okay, I want some feedback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will. Wow, dear Kelly. Great rack as <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. Not every day gets to look at Kelly Jones's yep. tits. There you go. Not yeah. everyone gets that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ian take so these forth. opportunities when they rise. Ian so forth for 10 Nerdrotic memberships. $50. Oh, I almost hit that song again. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. G-Man to Comic Fan for $10. But wait, there's more. Blue Beetle meme is the exact same as the Batwoman theme. Oh, the is it? The Blue Beetle theme is the exact same as the Batwoman theme. Had to mention it since Az and Mahler, two of the patron saints of Batwoman, are here. <laughs> is it? Is it similar? I'd have to check it out. I haven't seen the Blue Beetle trailer yet. Oh. I've seen it, but I can't remember any it's music of any interest. Remember the end. I rem I've, I've been made aware of the end. <laughs> So okay, oh oh oh, uh, could you find? Oh God! You want somebody, the tweet, Eric, or you? Could you find that tweet? It's not Ryan. It's somebody tweeting Ryan about being pissed off. You might be able to find it by finding the Blue Beetle director who responded to it with a uh, meme of Skeletor saying, "My job here is done." And you're looking at Ryan go off. So to give you some context, Ryan Ryan Kennel, uh, my baby boy. Uh, was doing Geeks and Gamers Daily and and went off on the trailer because at the end they decided to put in George Lopez saying Batman is fascist. Now, uh, I am aware that canonically that character could be like that. I am aware uh, of... Uh, it, it doesn't matter. Like, that that is shit marketing. That is... Somebody should be fucking fired mm. for that. Um, it, it's not a joke. It, well, it's a they for one they said it's not a passing joke that's how they feel that's from the director that's from the creator of the movie so it's not just a passing joke oh, we're gonna great. take them authentic and unapologetic to apologize for by the way you don't have to apologize for anything so there's no need to be an unapologetic latino you don't need to apologize for anything no. This one? I was gonna say, like, it could be a joke, maybe in context, much more. But, but, like, what a bad idea so, to put yeah, at the end like of the trailer, in, like in the movie. But put it as the last words in your first fucking trailer after Shazam two flopped, after Black <laughs> Adam flopped, and Batgirl got outright canceled. You're fucking retarded. Because the guy, the guy, by the way, that is keeping your fucking company going. Oh, and by the because way, because every comic that's in the top 100 from DC is Batman orientated. Uh, and and if you if you think it's a passing joke, this is coming from the director. And again, he has the right to say this. I believe in free speech. Uh, who said in a tweet that he hopes that President Trump has the same fate as Abraham Lincoln? Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, said it publicly. Again, also, why would you think right Batman is a fascist? Uh, so you, you you wouldn't know in that universe Batman is a an urban myth. These retards, or he's a crime fighter. They yeah. don't know what fucking fascist means. For one, it's because it's meta. It's meta. Everything's yeah. meta. Oh my god, meta. Try try just some good writing because that fucking trailer looked like they fucking just a rip off, an absolute rip off of any fucking hero they could with CW grade level of fucking CGI, man. Yeah, okay. Fascism right. has nothing to do with Batman. No. 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 But he's got he's got money, what? you see, and he fights crime and he doesn't give it to the people. So Ryan, he must be like a Ryan, Ryan says it for one in the world, in, in any DC world, nobody's supposed to know who fucking Batman is. No, yeah, they, they don't know. Yeah. They have no idea who he is. 
He's he's that's a great. That's legend. the great mystery. Yeah. He could be state funded Batman for all we fucking know. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Whenever you come across cynical people, their cynicism is just indicates what they're afraid of. Yep. And oh, whenever yeah. you hear someone say fascist, something's fascist, they're telling you that they are. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a projection of the highest order. It should yeah. have no bearing on any of this. Well, so let's hear what uh, Baby Boy has to say. But shit's all over your product. Yeah. You know, I, it's I, good I, look. At the end, the Batman is fascist at the end. is just, this is pandering what? to these stupid fuck. These stupid fucking 20-year-old furry profile picture. She, them, don't know what your fucking gender is. Don't buy comics. <laughs> don't have money to go to movies. That's who that fucking shit is pandering to. Batman yep. is a fascist. Fuck off with that. That's so stupid. At the end, the Batman is fascist. No lies detected. No lies detected from baby boy. Um, that's the director of the fucking movie right there. That is the director of the movie. Um, by the way, again, your do your job is done because you don't have one because you're not being picked up by James Gunn. Yeah. Blue Beetle is not on his list anywhere for his no. eight-year plan. And I don't remember you being mentioned for anything. Of course, James Gunn to your face is going to go, everything's going to be fine, kiddo. We We've got a place for you. And he's going to pretend this movie's good. James Gunn knows this movie's a piece of shit. He knows it's going to fail. He knows these are lame duck fucking films that are going to be forgotten in days. And yeah, I I, I predict Shazam type of flop with this movie. I, Absolutely. If, if you're any kind of an artist, I think you'd come up with a better response than uh, 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 Skeletor meme. I, I don't, I why even lower yourself to do that? You know, you either exactly don't respond or say, you know, we did our best. I hope you like the movie. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. You know, uh, give us a shot. Give us a shot. Give us a shot. But if that's, if, that's just okay. tightening the amount of criticism you'll get now for everything so in the yeah. film. And and where do you not think of your actors, your all the people who work to make a movie? You're sinking them with this. Yes. But they don't. Yeah. The thing is, though, they don't care because to them, the virtue, the the zero dollar that they can spend, the zero that the the virtue bucks that they're gonna get from patting themselves on the back, having their uh, peers, peers inverted commas, pat them on the back, and then of course behind their back say, "Well, this person's not getting work because they can't make money." I, uh, uh, the yeah. the the virtue yeah. bucks that they can't spend anywhere. Because there's no fucking virtue shot for them to spend it in, is actually getting rid of actual bucks, pushing people away to the cinema. Batman is the most, but like I said, he's, he's propped up DC right now, comics, propping it up. If you took all the Batman books out of circulation tomorrow, the whole fucking thing would fall down. Yeah. It's literally built on it. And you got some dog shit fucking director whose film is fucking stealing every trope from every superhero because they can't construct anything original today with a fucking CW level of uh, CGI, which makes it look fucking laughably bad, sticking another Aquafina dog shit fucking sidekick next to them because they need to balance out the toxicity. 
that's going to make zero fucking bucks at the box office and you want to shit all over the fucking money maker? Is Do you understand why you are fucking dead in the water? No. Obviously not. Hey, Sarandon's in it though. Uh, I I I love that all the seventy five year old women in Hollywood yeah. are getting job as villains in superhero movies. Awesome! Why didn't you have her fight Helen Mirren? We'll have a right fucking scrap. I mean, forty years ago, I'd fucking pay primo dollar for. <laughs> okay. You're right. In primo dollar, you know. I mean, even now, I'm like, kind of like a little bit turned off. But... He's great in 1923. Okay. Yes. But uh, when is Meryl Streep going to play Brainiac? That's what I want to know. Tomorrow. She's a big fan of Harvey. Angry Joe liked big the trailer. Fan of Angry, Harvey. Angry Joe liked the trailer. That's good for him. Mahler, ask me what I think of Resident Evil 4. Wait, why? What? <laughs> what do you think of Resident Evil 4? Ask me what I think of Resident Evil 4. What ask do you me. think of Resident Evil 4? There's no 4. Mila Jovovich. That's how much Angry Joe knows about TV shows. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, his fucking... His film mm. review of mine. I can't, I can't stop watching. Oh my well, god. I, that's like, actually you know, think one of the reasons I stopped watching Angry Joe is it's just his terrible takes on movie and TV. There's the a movie, movie and TV takes are baffling sometimes. I know. There's a movie with Aquafina in it that I want to see, though. Renfield. Wait, what's that? I want to see oh, Renfield. Oh, Renfield. I want to see that as well. Yeah. It looks pretty good. It could be terrible, but it's it's got Nicolas Cage. Come on. It's got the cage playing freaking Dracula. Oh, by the way, the uh, director of Blue Beetle deleted his tweet from 2018 where he wished oh, yeah. uh, Minecraft. Yes, but, yeah. but if he but if he's okay to have that out there, and that's what he said, and five years later he wants to delete it, I wonder why. Yeah, like stand behind it. Oh, for one, you have every right to say it. I believe in yeah. free speech. Go for it. Uh, you have every right to feel that way, and that, but. But you you put that along with that joke at the end of uh, the joke at the end joke. of the trailer, which is throwaway just, line. Oh, Antifa, throwaway line. Antifa is a bit divisive in this country, dipshit. Uh, it, it's not just an idea; it's an actual political organization backed by a party uh, that just magically shows up when they need them to. They're very compliant uh, anarchist communists. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's bullshit. And then when you go after Ryan. When you when you make a comment about Ryan, it makes that comment at the end of your trailer a thousand times worse. Before yeah. this, people like Ryan and Jeremy and yours truly. Hey, I'm like I'm a Cobra Kai fan. It's got a yep. Cobra Kai kid in it. Yeah. I guess I'll go see it. I mean, I'm not expecting much. It'll probably suck. Uh, but now, fuck it. I don't even care. I might go watch it with my my good friend Captain Jack Sparrow. That yeah, like it maybe. <laughs> Uh, I love those movies. Hey, okay. Of course I will. Of course I will. Hi, King Fanor. Alpha Chad of Middle Earth for $5. Gary needs to shout out the respect for Tolkien crew. Uh, that uh, hashtag has been going around a few months now and uh, going strong. So absolutely respect uh -huh. for the hashtag respect for Tolkien crew. Nothing but respect. The fellowship rules. And uh, Remember when uh, respect the law uh, was gaslit as racism? Yeah. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you say respect the law, that means you're racist. Wow. Okay. Mm. This is the Isn't level. About, like, this is the level of dumb we have to deal with. Wasn't it like, like objectivity is like white supremacy or something as well? 
This <laughs> all these pretty weird. Everything statements. fucking Kit Kat's a white supremacy. I don't fucking everything is. Oh, now. that one I agree with. I'll be. <laughs> Particularly the white chocolate one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't like the white chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> people. <laughs> people. Uh, Alex. Jelena or Galena for five dollars says. Cameron Pasha seems to think the winds of sh are shifting at Disney. What do you guys think? <laughs> no, that's a fucking no, blizzard. No problem with Cameron Pasha, but uh, no, no. Did you mm. hear the earnings call? I mean, the people are pissed. The fans are pissed. The paying customers are pissed. Disney uh, thinks th they're they're backwards, and th Disney equated themselves to the civil rights movement. Fuck you know themselves. Disney have trafficked more fucking children than I think half of a Far East Asia. So, um, I mean, Cameron works in the industry, all right, knows people, but um, I talk to people too. Uh, he would know more than I, but just like from what I see with my eyes, because that's the one thing I'm going to trust. I'm not going to listen to what fucking people say. What I judge by their by the actions of this company, there's no fucking way in hell the winds of change are coming. They're just not. They they have to fire people. They need money. They're still going to be woke. Until I see different, and now if I do see different, I'll absolutely say, "Hey, the winds of change came. Holy shit, we all win." I think even if the winds of change are here, we're not going to see the results of it for another like five, six years or something. Yep. Yep. By the way, winds of change by Scorpions, great tune, great song, great song, great tune. God, it was such a as good. Tune. I'd rather listen to that. <laughs> we'll be all right. Also, uh, I gotta head I out. Listen. All right, Mahler. Uh, um, thanks, you guys. You guys take care, okay, with your your news and your your comics and all that. Pleasure meeting you. Uh, nice Kelly. meeting nice you, Mahler. It it was a pleasure. Very glad to share some space with you. Oh, I just love hearing about how things used to be as well. <laughs> I'm, like a, <laughs> I'm a nostalgia addict, okay. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, always a pleasure, lads. And I'll catch you next time. Cheers, buddy. Hi, Mahler. Everybody, Mahler, go subscribe. One video a year. Thanks, everyone. Hey, see, Kelly, like, I'll watch uh, Critical Drinker and Mahler and go, I'll never be that good, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> well, well, you work in, you work differently, a different medium in that sense on, on, uh, as they do, a different approach to the medium. So, I mean, I had to recognize I'm not going to be Neil Adams, so. You became Kelly Jones. You but you Kelly that. Jones, you though. Just you know. do that. Uh, Rooster Cogburn for four ninety nine says, "Hail! I was offline for a week during vacation and had a great time. But I must say, I missed everyone, and it's great to be back with the fellowship. Ah, welcome back, brother. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed your vacation. Uh, Mias Miasma for twenty British pounds. <laughs> Yes, yes, By the way, in that yeah. Blue Beetle trailer, isn't that the most fucking stereotypical Latinx uh, family <laughs> that you've yeah. ever fucking seen in your life? Yeah, yeah, that was. So which really... is it? Which is it? Is it stereotyping bad, or is it? Oh no, this is exactly what it's like. Because fucking hell. Uh, oh look, it's a large family, and we just go like this all the time, and they go ah. Oh! Every time somebody fucking makes a noise, I was like, wait a minute. 
Is the director racist to his own people? I, I just remember in your video, you said making Mexican noises. Like, yes. <laughs> kind of sounds like an Asian household, too. Oh. oh, no. Here's my BBC direct debit because Auntie Diddler just can't stop. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, emissarial. Emissarial? Emissarial? I can't read. I'm retarded. I can <laughs> Uh, I was going to watch a few minutes and move on, but I glued to my screen. This is great. Cheers. Again, counter-programming today. I know there's like some big stuff going on. Uh, and we're not going to cover it here. Well, it's all fake stuff. This is the real stuff. Yep, yep. That's a big a old real sham anyway. Uh, it's just gonna although work. no one was bagging and boarding. I, I always like it when you hold up the books you're going to bag. Okay. I always like to see, do I, you know? Well, that, I'm literally just, I'm literally just box them away today. I know. I, I'm out of supplies, and I use the old boards to write you my... You got my uh, wife to do it. She's been collecting oh, uh, romance nice. comics. Nice. So now oh. she's doing it while your show is on, and she always likes to Aww. see... You had the thing of which side of the paper, you know, the rough... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll bring it back, and we'll bring you back, and we'll bring that back. Okay. Um, This is my next video. This is... I write everything down. Okay. My bullet points, it's horrible, and then I highlight it when i'm done yeah uh that's what i do with the boards i recycle them yeah i'm almost a hippie you you're right there <laughs> i do have chuck dixon's book <laughs> chuckdixon.com get it from fuck amazon chuckdixon.net dot net sorry my bad excellent <laughs> he is an excellent God, okay shit yeah, I think the link I, I is. Got in... to do a, I got to do a Catwoman with him. He was. It was great. Mm. Ooh. Also got my. Yes, you did. Is that uh, six oh four? Sorry, five oh four. Maybe five oh four. I'm at five oh four. Okay, Fat Steven Seagal, JFG, for two twenty Canadian Superman, Spider Man. Oh, I'm fucking right! I'm fucking right! Well, five oh four. Well done, buddy. Uh, he just says Superman, Spider-Man, Venom, Shazam, Power or Shaza Power Rangers. Oh, you're Blue Beetle, yeah. Blue Beetle, you could do something like fun with it, even with Jaime Reyes. I'm fine. Like, I, I got nothing yeah. in I got nothing yeah. against them, but I just like it's a very average character. It was a an a below average sales book. Oh, I go, oh, yeah, that was so good. I know my I know my fucking nineties Batman. You do, you do. <laughs> you know it better than I do. I can't remember the numbers. Yeah, great, going, yeah, great. Yeah, that's right. what I was like. You know, you know this shit more than me. Yeah. Uh, this I, is this. I lived, but Kelly, Kelly. Sorry to simp on comics, but I fucking lived and breathed these things. You know, they got they got me through fucking shit. I would I would love I would travel thirty miles. At a weekend, I'd work a job yeah. and that money, I would travel 30 miles at the weekend to go to the comic shop to use that money I just earned doing a shit job, getting paid shit wages to buy comics yeah. and then get them home, read them, love them, bag them, board them, put them in the box and be like, Mwah! and then, dude, that was my fucking, that was my life oh, yeah. for years was, and years, man. I'm yeah. sure it was like you as like, that was 
all I could afford for mm. a long time. Yeah, Out, me too. My bills, no, and my food, me uh, too. And my rent, ten comics a week. That was that way, and, and my and a cable bill that was like basic. That's all yeah. I could afford for a long time, and and yeah. I was cool with it because I had yeah. my comic books. No, and 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 actually miss the times of being that excited going to a shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, re- I really, I really, I really, really do because. You know, I would I would be going thirty miles sometimes to pick up one comic. Yeah. What is yeah. out this week? It's Shadow of the Bat. That's what's out this it week. It doesn't Boy. matter. You have it to matters. have it. You, you're it. lucky that they had it too. So yes, it was worth mm. it. That wasn't even an that wasn't even tough to do. Yeah. Uh, High King fan or Alpha Chad of Middle Earth for ten dollars says when you get to talking about the Rings of Power, don't forget Amazon canceled the Expanse of Carnival Row. Because Rings of Power was soaking up all the budget. This is true. This show is a disaster, and the High King is loving it. Uh, it's not going to make five seasons. No. You didn't hear it here first. No. There's no way this is making five seasons. They might truncate the seasons. They might do some dilly-dallying. It might make it to three. But if it's going to be a two-year break between every season, that means, oh, my Bring God. It on. That is 10 years of the rings of power that is a decade no one no, no one's gonna invest it. in that shit jennifer salky won't be there in a decade jeff bezos uh who is rumored to return the ceo as amazon once uh things clear up will probably get rid of his vanity project uh you just had to lay off a bunch of people and you're paying a billion dollars for a series Jesus, that's just fucking retarded well it uh, is retarded when the characters have got Less fucking personality than a dead goldfish. Yeah, I'd rather have the twelve thousand people working in Amazon. That's uh, spending spending that money, much money, just to call their fans' names. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, Rick Johnson for four ninety nine said, "Love Howard Chaykin's Star Wars art, abstract and cool." Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I wonder what the exchange rate is on a billion dollars into virtue bucks. Mm. I think it's uh, Jack and shit. <laughs> uh aurora uplinks for two dollars idea for a comic movie name city of cannibals nowadays what's it, you've got to what's check it about done yeah uh i'm thinking it's probably a city of people eating other people as oh true. so it's uh california yeah it's city of cannibals the gavin newsom store well, yeah in California, it'd be vegans. So, <laughs> oh, so it's a bunch of oh, no. Uh, we did. We talked about that. I'm somebody's. I'm pretty sure the people there are 100 no, percent kale. Vegan zombies. Yeah. <laughs> vegan zombies. Yeah, they're gonna take my celery. <laughs> vegan zombies. Do it. Let's <laughs> yeah. make that. Let's make that comic. Yeah. Uh, the fine young cannibals. That was a good band. Former. That was great band. band. Great that band. Love them. Guy. Love them. Drive me crazy. I like how the guitar player. I, I always, I always liked how the guitar, the lead would play. How he'd shuffle and that yeah, was yeah, 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 yeah. English beat guy. That's the yeah. English beat guy. Okay, that's yeah, I yeah. loved him because like the English beat split off and split off, and they did the fine young cannibals and what was Dave Winkling's uh, general public, general, general public. public, yeah, with ranking Roger. Yeah. Extra girls taking pictures of a dog. They're so cute. He's so much bigger than Jojo. I can't help it. Length, size, size. Jojo. Let's say hi. Oh. 
Oh, no, you don't. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Wow. Wow. Everybody's like, no. even Even the dog's sick of extra go shit. Right. <laughs> Remember the South Park episode where the boys saw Indy get man uh, manhandled by Spielberg and Lucas? What Disney as... Uh, and none Disney, no Disney movie makes you feel that way. Uh, yeah, I remember the the South Park episode with uh, with George Lucas and Spielberg raping our child. They're raping, they're raping Indy. <laughs> Speaking of that, yeah, my Mandalorian video is going to come out tomorrow. It's too late in the afternoon now. Tomorrow morning, when uh, the Trump stuff is over, when the Trump stuff is over. Oh, what do you got there? Are you bringing me in? Oh, that looks great. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's my <laughs> it's my rice cakes and berries. Whatever. He sounds like Ava Long. <laughs> I love you. Rice cakes and berries. Yeah, my Vegas diet. I can't wait to have I'm gonna I'm gonna can't wait to have fucking tacos, man. Pineapple pizza. Pineapple pizza, tacos. I'm gonna eat it all. I'm going to fucking White Castle too. Ooh. Um, I hope uh Disney produces it uh so Aurora Uplinks for Five Daughters. I hope Disney produces it and people see it. Uh, wrote short film called A Red Light, a war story about trauma. Also Marvel film script Winter. Okay. Aurora Uplinks. Uh, trivia. B29 that dropped Fat Man was Bob's, was Box Car? Huh? The, what was the name of the B29? I thought it was Fat Man and... Enola Gay. Enola Gay. Yeah. Enola Gay. Yeah. yeah. I'm missing something there. It must be a joke that I'm missing. Yeah. Uh, Giant the World Ender for five dollars. Gary, I'm glad to see you've learned your lesson. No way these recent guests uh, don't have the hour it'd take to pull out their meat. <laughs> no. That was my big. That was going to be my crescendo, and now he stepped on the ruined it. I, oh, I can't do it. I was all ready. <laughs> I've been working out all week for that. Now you just got to get your tits out. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, just saw the trailer for the Blue Beetle. The reactors told George Lopez to shut up at the end and talk about what they didn't like, uh, the dialogue in it. Also, they thought a Snyder Cut was okay, says Julian C20 for $10. Um, yeah, I did like think the Snyder Cut was okay, and I, I just can't be bought i can't be bothered about the blue beetle yeah. when when they fired henry cavill for a superhero movie am i supposed to get excited for miguel from fucking uh cobra kai as blue beetle no well the golden age of these movies is over and they don't know it yet no and, and the golden age is over kelly you know they're bringing out zed listers <laughs> you, you know what'd be more interesting is if you did a golden age fucking blue beetle yes okay i i have different. been thinking the way to redo it was to go back into other times other decades yes. to do this yes. period pieces you could have yeah. tons of fun with that I, i'd love of uh, batman in the 1940s would be great oh there is a book that was you would be great for batman and victoria legally published yes. There's a book that was illegally published that is basically batman in the 30s yeah and that's mm. great yeah, it's fucking fantastic. I would watch yeah. the shit out of that movie. Yeah. Hell yeah! And he's doing a he's doing a Metropolis next. And you don't have so. to reboot or redo or re it's just it, it kind of like Elseworlds, you know. Hey, yeah. I've been big on turning men into a vampire in a film, but that yeah. ain't gonna happen. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I've seen Batman vs. Dracula Red Rain movie. <laughs> Holy shit. So would I. Oh I watch the yet. shit out of that, man. Uh, cheers to the king. Just don't drink a Bud Light. Um, no danger of me drinking. Oh, I didn't drink that shit when I did drink. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys see the new packaging? Justin G for $19.99. I thought it was I thought it was a fucking April Fool's. I'm personally uh, not into speaking that person's name. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I think people give him too much attention. I'm tired of fucking seeing him, this asshole on my timeline. I'm done. It's like, just such so, so amusing seeing uh, a blatant grifter who has spent the last six years trying to get famous has found a niche to do it in, and corporates are like just like, where do you want us to sign? Uh huh. It go, just shows I, the no. dumbness of corporations. You, can you blame him? No. No, he's, no. The grift. No. The grift. He's doing the it's grift. Massive Not grift. Um, I'm tired no. of seeing it. Uh, you know, he ain't babysitting any kids that I know. So, uh, yeah, no. That's the, that's the other one you really oh, need to worry life. about. But everybody retweeting the guys making them famous as hell. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, what they want. Final one. Sir Ubisoft for $20. Uh, Hail Nedronic, FNT, and the Iron Age contributors and soldiers. You guys have officially become what G4 has abandoned years ago. Gary, I don't care what anyone says about you. You are smart. <laughs> And we need people <laughs> like you. Thanks. I'm smart. Thanks, sir, Ubisoft. I appreciate you. I have viruses on my head that tell me things. Kelly, thanks for staying this whole time. We held over 7,000 people on alternate programming day for the entire show. Is that good? That's really good. That Not sounds bad good. at all. That, that sounds good. Great. So thank 7, you, everyone. 7,000 consistent for nearly four hours? Yeah. Freaking now I'm gonna have wow. to tell my wife she'll have to deal with me now. She'll have yeah, to deal with right. that. Right. Yeah. I'm, just, hey, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit of a big deal around here, you know. And tell I'm Lynn, Kelly Jones. Bitch. Yeah. Lynn, I'm, I'm Kelly, Kelly Jones. Jones bitch. <laughs> That's what I do. I go down there. Yeah, right. Not a bitch, my wife. <laughs> yeah. right, well, well, Kelly Jones, bitch, can make the fucking tea then, can't he? Oh. Yeah. yeah well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would be lucky if that's all I had to do. Yeah, right? <laughs> okay, Mr. Artist Man, you can still take the trash out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She always threatens me. She goes, I'll, I'll, let me get on a channel and tell them everything. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh hot damn. Yeah, right. so I'm, I, I just shut up. <laughs> so thanks for being on. Uh, Wise a blast, guys. It was Wise an move. absolute blast. Um, so the pro can you talk about the project you got coming up with? You know what? Uh, I can tell you now again, it's with Matt Wagner, it's horror, it's the first of four, but they're all their own stories. They're not like you have to buy everything. It's a graphic novel, so it's over 100 pages. Um, about a month they're gonna uh, formally announce it, and then awesome. I can and then I'm gonna show stuff. And I think I've been served wonderfully by all the people that I brought on. Um, Matt, I think has written something brilliant and I think it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, genuinely authentically cool. Um, I, I'm not going to say it's my best work. I'm going to say it's the work that I am. Is, I, it's like, I hate that when someone says that I'm as satisfied with it as I was when I finished dead man or red rain or Batman or some, I have that level of satisfaction where I go, awesome. I've done all I can do. I don't want to fix it any tweak. There's no we'll have to get you back when it when it comes out when it start yeah, goes yeah. up. We'll have to get you back on. I I will love to. Absolutely. We're looking forward to it. Okay. Looking forward to it. Um, as what you got coming up, buddy? 
Uh, I just want to say that today's been another tick box on the bucket list. It's yeah. it's been incredible. Um, I honestly, Kelly, you you got again. I guess I, I just have no idea. It's, it's like I've had I've had Chuck, I've had Graham Nolan, I've had Chuck yeah. Dixon, I've got the great Kelly Jones. Obviously, uh, yeah. can't have sadly can't have wonderful people like Denny O'Neill and no. Jim Aparum, Norm Bray Fogel, uh, and P- Alan Grant and, and Alan, Alan Grant, Grant as well. Yeah, uh, but yeah. but to just to have people on which which cemented my love uh, and and it was your work it was it was you know it's chuck's writing yeah. graham's art your art it is it was your work that that kept me captivated in funny books just kept me captivated and 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 that launched me going back getting back issues uh expanding expanding the 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 other books which could come from the company you know like i said superman one shots, Elseworlds, yeah. uh, miniseries, uh, Greenland and Flat, the whole job lot, uh, and, and to to it's just an absolute pleasure to share to share space with somebody uh, who's been so integral at, at really shaping uh, one of the aspects of my fandom and, and my love for fandom and uh, the reason why we do get mad and upset and and scream and shout is because this is actually something we love. Yeah, uh, we love and and we see in in the hands of of vandalize uh, vandals at the moment, and uh, to 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 be able to to have that moment with somebody that gave me nothing but joy, uh, nothing but just pleasure, uh, rereading over and over again these comics. Maybe that's why they're so ingrained because yeah, there were comics I wanted to go back and reread. I yeah. wanted to read. I don't know how many times I've read Nightfall. I don't know how many times. You know, I've gone through all these different stories that that have really kind of shaped my nerdum. And for a kid who who I don't have a talent, I can't write, I can't draw, I don't know that. But one thing I do have is a, a vivid imagination. Yeah. And to have somebody fuel that that imagination and just let let my me just fall into that wonderful world of escapism. Yeah. Uh, I I can't say yeah, I can't say enough. But please accept my thanks for for being who you are and producing what you have. And I'm very, very grateful. Well, I'm honored. And you said it beautifully. And you do have a talent. And it's with words. So thank you very much. That that must be pretty like. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I, look, I like I said, I'm I am much more a fan first. Mm. Um, And I've done the same thing that you've just done to so many of my you know, when I got a chance. So I, I do appreciate it and I do take it seriously. And thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Kelly. And, and I might stream some Resident Evil full layup. There you go. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's, collected, there's tons of collected versions out there of uh, there's, there's Doug Mensch and Kelly Jones. There's hardcore, mm-hmm. hardcore hardcover mm-hmm. uh, omnibuses out there. One of them's kind of expensive. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But maybe if you shop around, maybe you can find a, you can find them book. cheap. You can find them. Yeah. bookstore stuff like get the that hardback um, stuff get the hardback there stuff. Is, uh yeah the hardback stuff the nightfall reprints uh yeah they're all out there contagion you know you contagion. had some, some in yeah. contagion there dead as man well. dead, if you get yeah. your hands on dead man uh it's it's great stuff so thank kelly it's it's an honor it's a pleasure thank we'll you. definitely have you oh, back get the man. batman thank dead you. man i think maybe five two nine to five three one yep uh, yeah, get right. those get them in the is that right is that yeah, right, I think you're right. 
get them and get them in the glow in the dark. The glow in the dark. Gotta get they the glow still in the glow dark. in the dark. It still they, glows they in the still dark. Work. Yes, they do. Yeah, they work. That shit guys. works. That shit. So, so get, well, go get that. Too. I don't know if it's going to radiate people, but it still works. Ah, if it does, so what? Yeah. Uh, you know, you're not going to live forever. Who wants to no. live forever? Yeah. One uh, thing I'll tell you what will oh, live forever. You, you Batman, work, Dracula, man. Red Rain. Batman, Dracula, Red Rain. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, trilogy. Yeah. Get the whole trilogy. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, uh, X-ray girl, what you got coming up? Uh, I'm probably gonna play Conan tonight, or I I'm not sure if I want to do Warhammer. But uh, I just released the first part of my reading of Jane Eyre um, by the Charlotte Bronte. So, if you want to. Hear what, that? It's on YouTube. Girl, what are Jane Eyre's pronouns? Uh, she, her, I guess. <laughs> if they existed, well, they do exist, but I thought her wasn't. pronouns were uh, on. Oh, it's Jane Eyre, so it'd be Mr. Rochester. Mr. Rochester. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't finished the book. I haven't read it. This is my first time reading it, so please. It's a great point. book. Uh, I, I cried so hard at the the part where her. Friend dies and i was like Ugh. so i know but whatever that's great I, I i like seeing how people were back then um, well you'll love it when she takes her sword and starts getting revenge on everyone i can't that, wait yeah stab twist and get yeah yep. <laughs> stab twist get. all right uh i'm gonna be on uh with graham nolan this is gonna be quite a day for me yep. uh on geeks and gamers uh tuesday night's main event in like I hope it's four hours, but I think it's three hours. Yeah. Because I got to record part of a video between now and then. But um, I'll be on that. Uh, my Mandalorian review, which was supposed to come out today, but thanks to a certain former president being uh, going through this fucking sham out of arrest, I'm pushing it to tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, it'll come out. Uh, there will be no Nerdrotic Nooner tomorrow yeah. uh, because I have an appointment and I can't get out of it. So. Um, I got an appointment. I'm going to be late for Real BBC next week because of the, the second part of that appointment, but not very late. Yeah, it's not very late. Maybe not even late. an hour. Just slightly late. Well, uh, wait, what say, what, what say again? I have, a, I have a couple of appointments that I need to go to. Um, so I, when? I messaged you on WhatsApp. I thought you meant today. So next next Tuesday. Next you get... Tuesday, yeah. Okay, no should, yeah oh, yeah, yeah, next Tuesday we've got uh, Mandy Summers on my channel. Yeah, Mandy. Ooh. Mandy. Mandy Summers. Trust me, Gary. When Mandy's on there, they won't notice you're gone. I know. <laughs> yes. I might not need to come yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. it's, you just full screen Mandy. Mm. And just put, I mean, that's yeah. perfect. Mandy's <laughs> rack. Just put Mandy's rack up uh, and it's fine. Yep. Yep. Nice. It's a nice rack. Nice rack. Uh, yeah. But this has been another uh, wonderful episode of The Real BBC. Thanks to Kelly Jones again for joining us. Thank you. So excited. Thank you. Thanks to the chat. Thanks to the Mod Rotics. Thanks to everyone who left the super chat and donation. You helped keep the lights on. We'll be back on Az's channel next week with Mandy Summers Rack. Wow. Okay. Rack wow. of comics. Rack of comics. Rack of comics. Well, there's all oh, types of rack. What's wrong with you people? Um, also, I said you people. What? Thank you, Sludge, for the five memberships for $25. Oh, and WG. WG with 10. Thank you. WG. Next week. Real BBC, Mandy Summers Rack.